For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, click Granger.com, or just stop by. Granger For the ones who get it done. Now launching, now launching the dumbest radio show in America. <laughs> Welcome to Common Man and T-Bone. This morning, I, I posted this on Twitter this morning, a little interaction that I had with my daughter. I say, hey, make sure to put on your gloves. I know! You didn't give me a chance! Yeah. Stop bossing me around! Oh, I said, yeah. I'm not bossing you around. This is my job. I am your father. This is my job. Just to remind you, put your gloves on. I can't wait to boss my kid around. Mm-hmm. Yeah. This is not bossing. This is called parenting. <laughs> well, I'm going to parent a lot. <laughs> Featuring Panama Ted. Too hot. Timmy Hall. I will rub one on my face. And a collection of profane noises. Coach? No, Dom. I'm a genetic freak. <laughs> and I'm not normal. I want me some glory hole. I'll keep it in the room. Stop breathing. It used to be a lot longer. The numbers don't lie. Bah! Bah! This is stupid. <laughs> this is man and bone. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome in. Happy Monday to you. I am T-Bone. No common man today. He had a birthday yesterday, so today he's taking the day off. And joining me instead is Jen Winters. Hey. Hey, Jen. How are you? Good. How are you? Oh, I am fantastic. I had a uh, busy weekend. Yeah, you did. Did you have a busy weekend? You had more of a chill weekend, you I had said. a very, very chill weekend. I, I We went out late Friday. Didn't get home till like after one o'clock in the morning. Well, that's, to me, that's busy. That's that's a lot. That's and then that's late. Saturday and Sunday we didn't leave the house. Okay, that's so, there we go. Yeah, we rounded back into form. we rounded back that's, into just <laughs> that's what we want. Pure, like I just was like, there's so much sports on this weekend that I don't want to do anything. So I'm just gonna say I have to do this for work because I'm on Monday. Put a dent in your couch, as we like to say uh, yes, around I here. Do. Just you go, you hit that couch and you leave. Stay put. That's <laughs> what we fun. do. That's what I love. That's a great day in my book. So and plenty. it was cold. I didn't want to go outside. Yeah, that's it was gross. a little little chilly out there yeah. we got plenty of nfl to talk about today we will uh do the segment that's not a segment yikes coming up at five thirty-four. uh also a little bit of something we don't always get to do but when we have a big victory for buckeye basketball we like to celebrate it and got an opportunity we're going to talk to jc sheldon from the osu women's basketball team coming up at four eighteen. i'm so. so so excited for this like Super geeked. Can't wait. Well, it was a fun game yesterday. So this this whole weekend, obviously, we're going to talk plenty of NFL, but I have to start off. You know this. If you listen to the show, you know where I'm starting, right? Ohio State taking on Iowa. Women's basketball team. They were 18th in the country going into this one. Iowa's number two. Roles reversed a little bit from last year. Mm -hmm. They played this game at the shot roughly around the same time of year. And Buckeyes were number two in the country. And Iowa was like top 10, but not where Iowa is now. And then Caitlin Clark came in and it was one of those games that if you didn't already know about her last year, that was one that got a lot of people, you know, to be aware. She had a triple double against the Buckeyes. I think she went over 30, just ridiculous. Like she was amazing in that game. We were at that one. So of course now, (laughs) then there was the game that they played in the big 10 championship where Iowa got the better of Ohio state again. And so you're like, all right, 
this this one on this one has been circled since the schedule came out basically for Ohio State women's basketball fans. And then of course, a lot of people have been paying attention to Caitlin Clark. Mm-hmm. I, I'm I would just say on the phenomenon of her. I mean, I knew she was. Oh yeah. I knew I knew about her. I knew a lot of women's basketball fans knew about her. Yes. And I know after last year in the Final Four, there were you know she had some tremendous games. People were paying attention to her throughout mm-hmm. the NCAA tournament run. I'm I'm not surprised by any of that. What I'm surprised by is when this game sold out in part because of that fact. Well, yeah, they sold it out once and said, all right, we'll open up the upper tank. And then that sold out. Yeah. And people were paying hundreds of dollars to get into this game, which great. But I, I, you know, go into this game, we're walking in and I saw more than the usual amount of people wearing Iowa stuff. Yes. So there I'm, I'm quite sure if you're an Iowa grad that was anywhere in the, I don't know. probably within 100 or 200 miles of here, you probably were thinking if you could get tickets, let's go. Well, and there were people who had signs saying, I drove this many miles to see Caitlin. And there were, uh, the announcers even alluded to it during the broadcast that some people who were Buckeye fans that day, yesterday, they switched their allegiance because Caitlin Clark was in the building. Well, and I'll say this as the father of three girls, which I want want to just, Take a bath because I hate the fact I hate when people say that is like as a father of daughters and then they, they usually do <laughs> that to be girl like, dad. I got to tell you, it's OK to minimize women because I have three kids of my own. They all happen to be ladies. So I can I hate it when people justify things. But just hear me out what I'm about to say. I'm not going to do that. I noticed a lot of other kids, my kids age yeah. who we did the sign thing. We went they had a sign stage where you could make signs say go bucks or whatever else you want. And so. That is where I saw quite a few kids doing the go bucks and then they would put heart like number 22 or we love Caitlin or something like that. Yeah. You could tell there were a lot of kids who were conflicted about, I mean, I like Caitlin Clark because they're a fan of basketball. They maybe play or whatever, but they also want the Buckeyes to win. They're a Buckeye fan. Yeah. So I, I can appreciate that. I would think that probably happens when Steph Curry comes to town. You might root for your local team, but there are probably a lot of kids who are like, I love my team, but I'm going to watch Steph Curry. I remember with the crew here to bring in one of my other teams. I obviously love talking about the crew years ago when David Beckham, the first time with oh, the LA yeah, galaxy, yeah. when he came here, they had blackout the galaxy is what they called that at old crew stadium, mm-hmm. historic crew stadium. And I remember going as crew van who had season tickets and I'm like, all right, let's see what happens. And the game was sold out and tickets were going for exorbitant prices. And you walked in there and all of a sudden it was families of people you'd never seen in any of these games and they're all wearing Galaxy Beckham jerseys. And I remember just being so mad. I was like, what? I know you're not from there. Right. I know you're not an L.A. Galaxy diehard well, fan. We're going to see some Inner Miami shirts come next. Yes. What is it, like June or July? It's, I don't think it's till October. Until October. When they play. But you're right, with Messi. Yeah. Same thing. So that's kind of a little bit of that was what was going on. But, but Buckeye Nation was there. I yeah. mean, it was no doubt what the crowd wanted to happen in this game. So we're there watching it and we're having a good time. And I mean, right off the bat, like she's making steals. She's hitting some threes. And I mean, she had a couple from the logo and you're going, all right, this is. Oh, I was like, there's no reason. There is no reason. I get it. You're going to make it. My God, please stop. She did have a big miss from about that point. And that that made me feel really good. Well, (laughs) listen, I think you can hold we can hold multiple thoughts in our head, right? right? As fans, I think you can absolutely look at a player like Caitlin Clark if you don't know her backstory, this girl was playing in junior high in AAU and dominating to the point that they said, 
we're going to put her on a boys team because we want to find a little more competition for her. Then she played on the boys team. They dominated tournaments and the boy parents would say, "Um, I'm sorry, are we allowed to have girls in this league? I don't think so. Get her out of there because my kids are losing to her. her. Like that's how she's been touted for a long time. But if you're not a fan of women's basketball and you have not paid attention, there are players like Paige Beckers, who was supposed to be mm-hmm. really big. She's had some injuries and stuff at UConn. But like, there are players who also have come in highly touted. She's now a senior, yeah. is is Caitlin Clark. So she's had all these moments now. Now it's the culmination of that, right? And she's going out trying to capitalize, win a national title. I mean, obviously, she's going to be the number one pick in yeah. the WNBA draft. And and yes, she's this is her swan song to college basketball. And she's, I get it. Yeah. I'm so glad. It is like a. It, and she lost here. Yeah. Oh, it, it was so great. Because well, oh, that's was, the thing I want to take away from this is as much as that's where the attention was to start the game, as a Buckeye basketball fan, I'm sitting here thinking, I know that Ohio State is not that far behind Iowa. In yeah. fact, I think Ohio State's team is better than Iowa's. Iowa just has the number one player in the country. And they, they are a very good basketball yes. team. They were last year. The thing about college basketball that we lost a little bit with the one and done rule in the NBA is that you get attached to a star player and then Mm -hmm. that player's gone. Yeah. And so yesterday you saw what college basketball used to be. If you were at the game last year for Iowa, a lot of those same players were here. Yeah. A lot of the Ohio state players still here. And so those matchups that you saw last year, you're like, all right, let's see how this rolls out this time. That's a thing you don't have as much in the men's game because of like, you go see a star player right. one year for a national champion, and then the next year that guy's playing the NBA. Whereas here, you've got three and four year players that you can kind of get to know those rosters and get familiar with and all that. Well, so. and I mean, you could tell they they game planned around her and and what to expect. I mean, the fact that they threw the press out as mm. early as they did, absolutely right. I mean, because that team is known. I mean that that is suffocating defense as soon as that other team is taking the ball out after a basket, and they were just like, "No, we can't do this." Well, McGuff, Kevin McGuff's a great coach. Yeah, great game plan there. And yes, early on in that game, the Buckeyes said, "All right, this isn't working. Let's get out of yeah. it." Yeah, and, and they, I mean, at least though, they knew that they had to do that in order to keep their head above water. Yeah, and so then you had, I thought, a really well played basketball game. I'll tell you this. OSU women's team got down by 10 or 12 points yes. there in the third quarter. The third, yeah. And I thought, man, we are like a three steal three for Iowa away from it just, just being, being totally done. Over. And I don't know how you come back from that. And then, of course, the Buckeyes responded and they got tons of great moments. Like we're going to talk about the biggest contributions here, but I want to also point out there's like Emma Shoemate. Yes. Oh, my God. There's. Two crucial threes in the fourth quarter. The microwave. Fantastic. She'd been on the bench pretty much the entire game. They throw her in there for five minutes, and she comes cold off the bench. First shot, three. Yeah. Next time down the court, they hit her again. J.C. Sheldon on the ground, throws it to her. Another three. It was like, I was joking. I'm yelling like, heat check. Like, after two, (laughs) it's like she'd been in for 30 seconds. I'm like, she's going to hit another one? It was great. But you didn't just have one person going, get everybody going. But, of course, your main star showed up in this game. And oh, Cody. Oh, my Cody. God. Cody McMahon. I love her so much. I didn't think I could love her anymore. And then yesterday happened. And I'm like, please be my friend. I oh. love you so much. <laughs> this is where Jen is in life. It's like, oh, are you good like, at sports? Now gonna, I want to be your friend. Be friend we can just root for, we can root for people, Jen. We don't have know, to necessarily befriend like, them. They're but yes. so cool. She's awesome. No, I she's, love her. Yeah. Cody McMahon last year came on the scene, freshman, yes. and was great. 
fantastic player, and everyone's saying, year two, here we go. And she has had a really good second season, but last month or so probably hasn't been like her best basketball no. she's ever played. No. And so then, last night, yesterday, I keep saying last night, yesterday afternoon, 33 points, 12 rebounds, and it wasn't just a 33. You can have 45 like, like Caitlin Clark did. Right. When did all those 45 happen? The majority of them happened in the first three quarters, yes. and a lot of them came at the line. When you needed a big bucket late in that game, Caitlin Clark wasn't getting it. No, she wasn't. You know who was getting it? Cody, Cody McMahon. I hope everybody who was watching for Caitlin Clark paid attention to what you have. J.C. Sheldon has yes. been here for you know a long time. Columbus product, a great player. She is a leader. She is an all-time shooter here at this school, but also defense, everything. Does whatever you need. Makes all the extra smart plays. She's pouring in 20 points a game, yes. right? Or 20 points in this game. You've got multi. I think all the starting five was all in double digits. Yeah, I mean, and she's who you want out there to try and get a steal. She's so good when it comes to trying to get a ball turned over from the other team. And I just, yeah, God, was, I love this team. No, it was it was They're so fun. They went 192, and it was just it was everything you want. It I, was as, as a fan. As I'm in this building, I this was as loud as when Duke came here, probably in the Thad era back in. I don't know, 2010, 2011, somewhere around there, I feel like is one of the first times we got yeah. Duke in the building. It was loud for that. It was that level of loud in there yesterday. Well, I, you, and you could tell that made just me feel so good watching it on TV. Uh, they had, did they give away like light up wristbands? No, they actually had your phone. You could, you oh. could get, use the OSU app on your phone and they turned and those how, on. Okay. That was phone. really cool. It was. And it was just, I don't know. There's just something. And then watching it at home and my dad, I love you, Len. You're the best. Uh, sending a text to me and my brother at the, as the game ends. And he's like, OSU women beat Iowa. Holy cow. I'm like, yeah, I know. I was watching the whole game. And he's like, oh, I was waiting for football. <laughs> well. <laughs> He was, waiting all, he was waiting all day yeah, for Sunday night. Right, is that what exactly. you're saying? He's like, and he's like, I only turned it on in overtime, but wow, what a great game. Oh, I'm like, yeah, that five minutes of overtime line, that was good. It was. Should it have was, seen the others. That's all right. Hey, <laughs> even if that's the five minutes you watch, then you maybe you come exactly. back and watch again. All right, we're going to take a break. We come back. There was a controversy that came out of that game, Oh, and it's now becoming the talk of everything. <laughs> sucks. Caitlin Clark ran into a fan, or a fan ran into her. We'll discuss that next. It's uh, Common Man and T-Bone. Jen Winters filling in on the fan. <laughs> Fan traffic. Sponsored by Meister's Bar and Pizza, home of the Grandview Browns Backers. There's a couple of slow spots right now. Eastbound 70 downtown between the 71 West Split and Livingston Avenue has a couple minute delay, as well as westbound 70 downtown between 4th Street and the 71 West Split. This report is sponsored by ExpressPros.com. Let Express Employment Professionals help you hire for contract or full-time jobs. Forget about posting jobs, sifting through resumes, and interviews with unqualified applicants. Go to ExpressPros.com to find the location near you. That's ExpressPros.com. I'm Nicole for 97.1 The Fan Traffic. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Shun. No Desmond Howard death wishes since 2012. This is Man and Bone. No common man today. He will be back tomorrow. Uh, Jen Winters is in for Mike. 
You can always tweet us at manandbone971. It is, of course, today segment that's not a segment. Yikes. Coming up at 534. I also have lots of tickets to give away today. Not right now, but I have tickets to give away to see pink what maybe you're a pink fan or maybe someone for valentine's day you know oh. might like pink i'm just we'll have that going on also uh i have ohio state women's basketball tickets wow someone for them. In, yeah in promotions must really like you guys S- someone in promotions is doing a good job do you know anybody who works in promotions jen here at scotty Radio vegas Station? scotty vegas does that's right he's doing a great job i think i think there's a, a jen winters who also works up oh there. hey that's me oh that is her that's right there she is <laughs> Glad you're here. Thanks. Uh, plenty of bit of felt talk in a second, but we do have to talk about this thing from yesterday. Yeah. So, of course, Ohio State beats Iowa women's basketball team 100 to 92, a fantastic win. And that's what I was prepared to be all excited about. And I still am, of course. And then after the game, I get home. We went to my parents' house, just kind of chilled out there with the kiddos after this game. And then at like six, seven o'clock, I'm looking at my phone and I see there's all this stuff about Caitlin Clark is okay after collision with fan. And I'm like, what? I was there. I didn't see any of this. We stayed around for like 10 minutes after the game too. I did not see any of it. And then sure enough, I mean, there's just pandemonium down there. I didn't, I didn't catch any of it. So then I see the video of a fan running onto the court, not looking where they're going, has the phone up trying, it looks like to try to get some better angle with the video holding over their head. And looking at that and not looking where they're going, Caitlin Clark is running off the court to get to the locker room, kind of wasn't looking where she was going, and at the last second she turns around and they slam into each other. Yeah. And so I saw that video and I thought, oh, that's not great. That's, that's, I mean, just, you know, it was clearly an accident. Yes. But, you know, this is a star basketball player. You don't want anything to happen no. to anyone on the court. They're students whether they are playing or just watching the game, you don't want anybody to walk away from a celebratory atmosphere with an injury. That's no good. No. But then I saw that it was the best player in the country (laughs) possibly getting injured. And I thought, oh, and at the hands of an Ohio State fan, that would be terrible. That would suck. That's no good. I do want to see the footage, though, from that phone. I, I, yeah. I mean, we've seen so much footage oh, man. What of if it's, the collision. What is the point of view from that phone? That's what I want to see. That's a great call. Because we do have video of it from people in the stands. We have one video from the, it looks like the backboard like camera. Yeah. And something from like an overhead view. Yeah, it's like the all 22 shot. <laughs> now, can you imagine if you're on Instagram or TikTok and that's that's what you were taking the video for? Yeah. It's like, oh, I'm going to post this on my Instagram. And then that happens. You're like, nope, no. I'm never posting this. I don't, I don't want people to know that was me. No way. Well, it's, uh, you're going to find out. We're all going to find out who this, this person is. I know. And, and I think it, we're going to find out pretty pretty soon. I want to clarify. Like, I While I don't think it's great to run looking at your phone, I also do not <laughs> that think that... not malicious. No, I also think that's not the only person that did that. Oh, right? I'm sure oh, there yeah. were 100 students that ran out there doing yes. similar thing and not paying attention. Yeah. It just so happened that this person ran right in the path of Caitlin Clark. But let's be very clear. A lot of these stories have said like OSU student trucks Caitlin Clark or runs her over. It's like I don't know. That is that couldn't be further from the, what happened. Caitlin Clark ran into her. Yes. Like, let's, I mean, again, it was an accident. This is all accidental. Yes. It's an accident. They are two students who ran into each other. One of them is an elite basketball player. The other one is a fan. <laughs> but they both collided. Caitlin Clark hit her on the side. Yeah. You don't usually run someone over. When they hit you in your, like, if you're a car and you get hit in the door, they don't say, oh, man, you ran them over. You say, no, you got T-boned. Literally, I guess, in hey, this case. Hey, hey, hey. You got hit in the side of the door by someone. That's what happened. So, if anything, this was an accident, but neither party was looking. Right. 
The way that Iowa coach oh, Lisa Bluter made it sound like was that fans basically grabbed Caitlin Clark mm-hmm. off the court, threw her back on there, and tried to like beat her up. Yeah, and that's exactly how it was. Here's her audio from her quote after the game. You know, it's unfortunate the game ended that way, and Caitlin gets taken out on the floor, um, gets some inappropriate words yelled at her by fans, by students. Um, that just should not happen. It should not happen. Our players should be safe. They should be able to walk off the floor. Um uh, that's uh, that's very disappointing. I think Ohio State, great team, great environment, but but obviously very disappointed with the post game with our players getting injured trying to walk out of the gym. That's wrong. Uh, oh here, God, here's Caitlin up. Clark talking about it as well. Great environment, obviously. Like these are the games we'd love to play in. Eighteen thousand people here. Um, you know, obviously I can see they're storing the court, which is totally which is fine. And got, I mean, good for their students. Great win for them. And. I was just trying to exit the court as quickly as possible, so I started running, and I was absolutely just hammered by somebody trying to run onto the court and basically blindsided and, um, you know, kind of scary. Could have caused a pretty serious injury to me and knocked the win out of me, but um, luckily my teammates kind of picked me up and got me off the court, so, um, and their AD already came and apologized to me, so I really appreciate that, and, um, you know, this just what comes with the territory. I mean... I'm sure they tried their best to do whatever they could. Obviously, it didn't work, and that's disappointing. I uh, see. Gene oh. <laughs> Smith. Gene Smith came and apologized. Ross well, does, does she know that he's like you know kind of a lame duck? He's on the way out. I don't know if that's a real apology. I think yeah, you need to get yeah. one from Ross Bjork you need as one well. From Ross Bjork. You kind of need both of the apologies. Uh-huh. I feel like now. Obviously, glad Caitlin Clark's okay. Yeah. That's good. It was an accident. It looks like all that. I will say the coach a little bit. I'm guessing if she goes back and watches the video, she'd probably take some of those comments back. Cause She's not going to take those comments No one back. was attacking your player. No, th- like All I can think of is like Walking Dead and like the zombies just overtaking like a, a single <laughs> person and just you never see them again. Right. That's how she equated it. Yeah, it was. And also, I, it's just we could have this discussion, couldn't we? If you're going to say court storming, field storming is bad, like don't run onto the court, don't run onto the field if you don't belong there, if you're not a player. Yeah. That's a fine discussion to have. I don't think the issue is Ohio State fans did something to Caitlin Clark. I think the issue is if you're going to have this, then these type of things are going to happen. Unfortunately, we could have a larger discussion. Like I've, I go to my dirt tracks. I like to watch auto racing, but I'll be very clear with you. That is unsafe. I I go to a dirt track and, and every year there's a couple stories of someone wrecking and dying at one of these places. And when I'm there, that's in my head. Like this is. This may all just be awful. Maybe we should never do this. But I'm here and right. I'm going to enjoy it and it's fun. We and I kind of forget about that. We should have that discussion about court storming where you know what if we're going to keep doing this more things like this probably will happen. But here's the thing though. And, and I, I think th- we should have that discussion and also realize we're ignoring it cuz we like how fun it is. But it was the most well organized to outside of the issue with Caitlin Clark. It was a very well organized slow descent onto the court from the fans. It wasn't like, and I've seen some crazy court storming before. This was none of that. Right. And so I think if if the incident would not have happened, we wouldn't be talking about any of this. Oh, I'm with you. I think that's fair. Uh, By the way, I told you we have women's basketball tickets to give away. Let's do that. I've got four tickets to see Ohio State women taking on Wisconsin on Thursday, February 1st. Tickets on sale now through OhioStateBuckeyes.com. Uh, Jen, pick a number. What number do you want to go with? Um, 12. All right. Caller number 12, 614-821-9710. You will get the four tickets to see 
the Buckeyes in action against Wisconsin on Thursday, February 1st. Come back. NFL next. Jason Kelsey took his shirt off at an NFL game. And yeah. also some football happened on the field. We'll get into all of that. What? That too. We'll get into all that next. It is uh, Man and Bone with Jen Winters filling in on the fan. Fan traffic. Sponsored by Meister's Bar and Pizza. Home of the Grandview Browns backers. There's a disabled vehicle blocking the left lane on westbound 70 downtown after Livingston Avenue, and that's causing some slow traffic. About a five-minute delay from westbound 70 between 4th Street and the 71 West Split. This report is sponsored by Jackson Hewitt Tax Services, home of the Money Today Guarantee. Can't wait weeks for your tax refund? Then don't. At Jackson Hewitt, get money today if you're approved for a no-fee refund advance loan on a prepaid card. Book today at jacksonhewitt.com. No-fee refund advanced offered to eligible clients. Applicant required loans by Republic Bank. Details at jacksonhewitt.com. I'm Nicole for 97.1 The Fan Traffic. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time, there's Granger, offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Um. The only thing harder than common man's arteries is T-Bone thinking about a red-bellied woodpecker. This is Man and Bone. Saw one today. Not a red-bellied, <laughs> not a red-bellied woodpecker. I saw a different woodpecker, but I did see wow. one. I may have taken a photo or two. Not gonna lie. I saw the Amazon man <laughs> and the mailman. Well, I'd say you know what they that's, were outside. Those are that's that's some. There's natural things happening. There are humans. That's we're exactly we're what, we're that's, animals. That's, what it was. that's yeah. Sure. You visited that's my house. There, there you go. go. That's great. Yeah. That's that's. Who knew that's how it would be? It's like in modern life. It's like <laughs> I see humans when they bring things to my house, but then I hide because I don't want to interact with them. Yes. Yes. Many of us live like. 18th century tyrants right. where we're just like yes there are people outside i don't want to be seen though no away from the trace like we just well, run yes. away and then hide and then later we i shall retrieve my delectables now and you go in and get your amazon package <laughs> that's, that that's exactly thing in exactly it. it except for the dog always gives us away <laughs> she hears yeah. them and she's just like Rah! and right. it's like oh dude stop yeah yeah that's the the dogs are not on our team. No that. one's here. The dogs are on team. Let's have fun. Right. They're not on team. Let's be quiet and chill and not let the Amazon guy know that we're standing right away. When you can hear the dog on the ring camera as you watch the video back, you're just like, oh, God. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Like this, this Amazon package I've been waiting for contains a winter cap and I need it now. And the dog, but it's like, I don't want to have any interaction with this Amazon guy. Right. And the dog's like, is your thing here? Let's go. Let's go. And you're like, no, no, no. Shut up. Shh. Shh. I need. I'll, I'll get it in two minutes. Just let him drive away. Put her let outside. him move along, and then I will go pick it but up. Then I go take it off the front porch. I'm like, go out back. Also, I presume that the Amazon driver, the FedEx man, the post office guy, like everybody, does not want you to come out and be no. like, "Hi, hey, oh, package, huh? No. You delivering a lot of these? No, no. They don't want the, I don't want to talk to them. They don't want to talk to me. They want to get done with their day. It's they cold. Want to move There's along. snow outside. Get the hell over with. Come exactly on. right. Yes. Um, so speaking of cold outside, Ugh. the. Uh, the game in Buffalo, chilly oh. and snowy, as we've become accustomed to. The Chiefs took on the Bills. Chiefs got that done, twenty-seven to twenty-four. Uh, twenty. I just want to point out six straight AFC title game for the Chiefs. I'm, that I'm, is that's a dynasty right there. That is ridiculous. That is, I don't care if you haven't won all those Super Bowls. Right. 
You've won a lot of them, but also you've been to the AFC Championship game six times. That's all I want is a puncher's chance yeah. to be in the final four teams in the NFL any given year. They've done that the last six years. So you're right. That's That sounds like a dynasty. Yeah, I mean, they've won two Super Bowls. They've been to three out of six years. I mean, I, I would kind of, I would put that, that, that term on there. Yeah. Um, and of course, it wouldn't be a Buffalo Bills postseason heartbreak oh, without God. a wide right field goal. So they yeah. had that happening. That ended up, uh, that would have tied the game up. But unfortunately, that went for Tyler Bass. That went that so wide bad. right. No good. I, you know, here's the thing. I, I am going to not feel bad. I feel bad for a kicker in that moment for missing just because I'm like, people always say, what if he made it? It's always his only job. It's like, yeah, I know. I think, I think he knows that too. I think this kicker probably for his entire existence has been like someday I have a chance to send my team to Mm -hmm. a big game. I'll tie or win a big game with my foot. That's what I'm here to do. And they go out and then it doesn't happen. And people are like, why didn't you make it? (laughs) Like, yeah, I, he knows he wants to make it. He's mad too. We're all mad if you're a Bills fan. That's fine. I'm just pointing out harassing him does not no. help him make it the next time unless you're Urban Meyer where you think make your effing kicks and and then go kick your kicker. Kick Josh Lambeau in the leg or whatever yeah. it was. Was that who it was? Josh Lambeau? I think so. I don't know. Who I don't cares? know. Yeah. But I mean, you could also go and look at the other plays that were not executed well by the entire team. What the hell with that fake punt? The beginning of the fourth. There you go. That's there you a good go. Place. Right there. That's dumb as hell. Good job. Yay, Sean McDermott. Can we also acknowledge that Josh Allen is good, but then not not good enough to beat the Chiefs? No. I mean, that's his, I mean, right there. That's his biggest problem. It's, it's, krypton- it's kryptonite. Always been that I mean, it's, it's, it's the kryptonite for the Bills. And yes. I, I don't know. It's obviously not a bad thing to be a Bills fan and have a really good team every year that's right there on the cusp of you know, being in those yeah. AFC championship games. And yet here you are <laughs> not here. You are stuck on the outside yet again, looking in because for example, down the stretch where you're only down three yeah, and you'd need to get a first down to keep, you know, obviously keep the drive mm-hmm. going. You're on their half of the field. So you're getting into territory where you can go try to kick this field goal, but you don't want to kick it right away. And you do want to keep the clock running down a little bit so they can't get the ball back and go back down and beat you. You don't yeah. want to get Pat Mahomes anytime. Josh Allen on like a second and nine is throwing, throwing the ball in the end zone 30 yards down the what field. What are you doing? If you connect on that, is that actually better? Because then you've got a touchdown. You're up if you hit the extra point four. four. And then... Pat Mahomes gets the ball with a minute and a half to go. Is that what you want? I no. don't think so. I think you want to run down there, get as close as you can. God. Then you kick your field goal with like seven seconds left, 10 seconds left, 15. You don't want to have that a minute and a half left. So he did it twice. Yes. Second down and third down, throw it in the end zone when there's stuff available to you underneath. I mean, when when Jim Nance is even like saying, well, why, why is he throwing the ball? I don't know. It made no sense. <laughs> No, it's not on him. I mean, that's part it's of the, the play call, but he's making the decisions out there, too. I mean, well, and that's the other thing is we've over last summer, they signed McDermott and Allen to extensions. Yeah, that's a tough place to be, right? It is. It's, it's very tough. But then this morning I'm watching and I hate get up. I don't know why I was watching it. But they were this talking is, on there. I don't want you to know that is their entire audience. Is, I, hate I hate this show. This why show. am I watching? Why it? am I watching? And then it? seven million people watch <laughs> it every morning it. or whatever it is. But it's, I mean, Rex Ryan's on there. He's just being all Rex Ryan-y. and he's like, you know, Bill Belichick's out there. Okay, you uh, get okay. Bill Belichick 
to be your new coach and you kick McDermott to the curb. Do you think he's going to want to work with Josh Allen? And then I'm like, in my mind, I'm like, oh, that'd be really cool. That'd be amazing. He'd talk about throwing that in the face of Robert Kraft. It would, but you know what it would also feel like if you do that? The the Bills would feel like knockoff Patriots, where it's like, oh, yeah, True. this is dollar store Patriots we just picked up here. Where, like, it looks like the <laughs> we store. We have McDonald's at home. Right? It looks like the one you want. It looks like an Oreo, but it's actually a Hydrox is what right. you got there. It's not quite the same. And I just feel like it's it's cold weather city, similar, not mm-hmm. similar shades of colors, but red, white, and blue for right. both teams. Yes. I just, I can't have Bill Belichick there. But I that's what I'm saying. I don't know about the Bills. That's a tough spot to be where they've been good enough to get to this type yes. of position almost every year. The Chiefs have been good enough to get two games further. And yet the Chiefs were like, these are Hall of Famers and all-timers, and the Bills were like, fire everyone. Yeah, And I'm not saying that's wrong, because your goal is to get to those last two games, and I don't know that Josh Allen can, and I don't know that Sean McDermott can. But if you dump them out and move on, you know the next three years are going to be, at least the next Terrible. year, you're going to have to draft a quarterback, start all over there, yeah. and then all your other guys that you have, like, you can't. You can't you wind up with a Mac Jones or a Bailey Zappi. You can't start over right now. You're in this spot where you just kind of have to line it up again next year and try to make it work. Maybe you change coaches, but you can't I mean, change I, Josh Allen. You got rid of, of Dorsey as your offensive coordinator. You bring in this other guy as your temporary one. Do you keep him, or do you go after somebody else? Well, those are the, the tweaks you have to make, but, yeah. but I'm saying, like, the functional part of your roster is set. Oh, you yeah. just now have to go find ways to get it better and, and or hope that the Chiefs like fall off at some point. But uh, I don't know when that will happen. Rumors of their demise have been greatly over-exaggerated, yeah. have they not? Yeah. They still are. They're still going. That's yeah. So there you go. It, we like that matchup, though, just like I was talking about with college basketball, the women's game yes. with that OSU-Iowa. You know Chiefs-Bills is good. It's going to be you a good You know it's going to be good. You know it's going to be a banger. It's going to be a fun game. You know all the parties involved. You've seen it a hundred times. And yet, the same result, we all still watch. <laughs> it, but we know the result, too. And we still come back because we're like, I love this movie. Yes. Unless you're a Bills fan, then it's a horror film. Yeah. It's like watching Saw. So, all right. More NFL discussion. I had a moment over the weekend, yesterday, where I'm, I'm at, at a point saying... If Baker Mayfield does this, <laughs> I don't know that I can go on as an NFL viewer. I may have to stop watching the NFL for a while. The Lions did a thing that helped me be able to continue to watch the NFL. So we will talk about that game next and a little bit more playoff discussion as well. It's Man and Bone. Jen Winters filling in on the fan. Fan traffic. Sponsored by Meister's Bar and Pizza. Home of the Grandview Browns backers. You'll find a couple of minutes slowdown on westbound 670 between 71 and 3rd Street. And watch out for an accident at Leap Road and Northwest Parkway. And still that slowdown on westbound 70 downtown between the 71 East and West Split. This report is sponsored by Mothers Against Drunk Driving. For victims of drunk and drug driving, your grief is unique. But you are not alone. You always have a place at MAD. Call the 24-hour victim helpline at 877-MAD-HELP or visit MAD. I'm Nicole for 97.1 The Fan Traffic. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. 
Call clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Ten. We did the math. Common Man has hosted over 5,000 shows on the van. Three of them have been halfway decent. Here's Man and Bone. Today's not one of them because he's not here hosting it. <laughs> Jen Winters is in for Common Man. Uh, his birthday was yesterday, so happy birthday to him. Happy birthday, Common Man. Uh, we still have plenty to get to on this show. We are going to talk to OSU women's basketball uh, star. Uh, I was going to say legend, star, whatever. Yes. J.C. Sheldon. She'll be joining us coming up in the 4 o'clock hour, 418, if you want to mark clocks for that. Uh, looking forward to talking to her. The Buckeyes got it done against Iowa yesterday. They, I mean, Caitlin Clark went off for like 40-plus points, yes. but they... Shut her down when they had to and I got sure some big buckets down the stretch and got that W. So we're going to talk about that uh, with her coming up in just about a half an hour or so. Also, NFL playoffs, as you know, we had plenty of that. Uh, we didn't get to Jason Kelsey. I did think it was cool. He was shirtless there rooting on his brother. Oh, it was oh, in the Taylor it, Swift booth. Even, that was kind of nice. <laughs> even before the game, he was out with Bill's Mafia and he took the shot from the bowling ball, which is like, the, I saw there that. are two things I want to do. I want to go to a game at Highmark Stadium and I want to be involved with the Bills Mafia. I want to jump on a table from a you high You want to jump place. on a table, I really? Do. Okay. And then I want to take a shot from the bowling ball. And so he took the shot from the bowling ball and it was just fantastic. So, and then he's there in the, the booth, the box. It's not just for Taylor Swift. No, I think it is. No, it's not. Okay. It's for probably family and friends of the Chiefs. Let's go with that. I think Taylor Swift gets her own, okay. you know, she gets her own place, right? She I mean, can go I would get her so. own place. You don't like Taylor Swift. No. She seems really nice. I don't care. Okay. <laughs> you do not seem very nice, actually. You seem very... I'm not. I'm very, I am not a nice person. <laughs> and I'm okay with That's that. That's why you don't like Taylor Swift. <laughs> right, you wouldn't right. get along. It's like oil yeah. and water. You just, the two of you no. together would just not get along. <laughs> well, no, it... Travis scored, he scored two touchdowns. It had been eight games since he had had a touchdown. And so he scored two touchdowns on that first touchdown. Jason just went crazy and he took his shirt, homage shirt, by the way, took his homage shirt off and, you know, screamed and hollered and jumped out of the, the box and was down there with, you know, Bill's fans booing him. And then I, I don't know how this man can do this. There's no way I, I'm not athletic in any way, shape, or form, but he just jumped back in there and it was a good four and a half feet jump. Yeah. Like there was no problem. I'm just going to hop back up in there. Well, and I mean, I don't, I, I would assume most people listening to us know what he does for a living, but if you're not familiar, he is he's an a, offensive lineman. He's a center. Uh, right. He's a big dude. I'm saying, I know, like, I think sometimes at least I am guilty of losing sight of the fact that yes, the offensive linemen, they are all very strong, yeah. very large men. They are also very athletic yes. and not just in ways of like lifting heavy weight, like him being able to hop up there. Like it was nothing. Like it looked like what a runner would do at the end of a, you know, like a 5k where just hop over the barricade to go like, you know, go to the <laughs> refreshment area. Like, like a 120 pound sprinter looks like right. they would do something like that. Not him. No, you know, he's like 300 pounds and he just, whoop, no problem. Just right back up. And there, he did so. it later on in the game when he saw a little girl holding up a sign that says, I love you, Taylor. And so he went and. And why do you have to do that? He went and got her he this, went girl and got this girl and brought her to the booth. But did Taylor come to the window? Nope. No. What a what selfish. A, what a brat. That's terrible. She's a B.I. Or, 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 Jen, or, hmm. or. Hmm. 
Taylor Swift was like, I mean, I'd like to get down there, but if I walk out of there, I'll be mobbed, and then no one will watch the game. I'd like people to focus on the game. I don't want to yeah. take attention away from the game. Uh, Maybe oh, that. she doesn't want to take attention away from the game. She's allowed to I attend the game. I understand, and I know it's not her fault that they're showing her on TV. Yeah, Marvin Harrison was at the women's basketball game yesterday. What a selfish SOB. Why take all the attention? He's just out they there trying to... They him once. <laughs> That's not anybody's call. It's not Taylor Swift's call how much they put her on TV. That. I understand that. I like this dynamic, though. I just I'm really, really that hope that the really relationship lay- doesn't last the offseason. You need to lay off Taylor Swift. No. She's a nice lady. I don't care. She's a billionaire nice lady, yeah. she seems like. Uh, so, fine. Bills didn't get it done against no. the Chiefs. Jason Kelsey doesn't play for either team, but he was having a day. Good for him. Yeah. Meanwhile... I don't root for either of these teams, but I was very much yesterday rooting for the Lions to knock off the Buccaneers. Oh, hell yeah. I, it's nothing personal with Baker Mayfield. I guess it is because he's a person and I'm rooting against him. <laughs> but what I mean is he's Baker is, is Baker. He's, he's what he is. But I could not live in a world where my Browns had to go to the playoffs with Joe Flacco and Deshaun Watson. Oh, look, I'm ouchy. I don't know how to play football. I'm on the massage table. I have... That's my quarterback situation. And then Baker Mayfield, if he were to have come back on the road in a playoff game, mm-hmm. but I should never have doubted because what happened? They did Le- not. Well, not and- just they did not. Late in that game, Lions take the lead and you're going, all right, now Baker needs to go make a play. And what happens on that drive? Where you're like, well, if Baker leads him down the field here, they go tie it up. Hey, that'd be a hell of a drive. That, yeah. That proved Baker Mayfield in the playoffs is a... What happened? He threw a pick. Yeah. I wish I could have. I should have bet in the moment. What will the next play be? An interception. We all knew it was coming, Browns fans, didn't we? I don't know why I was worried. But it wasn't your team. No, it wasn't my team. But if Baker Mayfield, after we said, get out of here, we don't need you. I gave up on him. Every Browns fan, I think, for the most part, gave up on him. And then we went out and traded away the entire future to get a guy who can't play football into Sean Watson. So that all hasn't really worked. However... If that guy then, Baker Mayfield, got his team to the NFC Championship game, I would have a tough time dealing with that. Yeah. That would not be great for me. It's his fourth team. It is. And what if he had done it? Then what? Oh, I would have been buying myself a Baker Mayfield I know Bucks you yes, t-shirt. I know you would I'd have. be wearing it the whole week of the Super Bowl. I'm, sh- I'm sure you would. Just to troll people like you. We will talk some more NFL coming up, but there's also a little bit of Ohio State football news we need to discuss. Because oh, my it was, God. Well, talk about skipping the headline. Well, my goodness. Or leaving, Headlines. It, or leaving it for the 4 o'clock hour True. where we can then discuss it in there. Because there's a lot of people That's just getting off work who want to talk about There's so much stuff this Holy weekend. Crap. We're trying to cram it all in here. <laughs> Lots of Ohio State football recruiting news. We will do that next. It is Man and Bone with Jen Winters on The Fan. Fan traffic. Sponsored by Meister's Bar and Pizza, home of the Grandview Browns backers. You're going to find traffic is stop and go if you're on northbound at 71 on the south side between Greenlawn Avenue and 315. And still slow moving traffic, a couple minute delay on westbound 670 between 71 and 3rd Street. This report is sponsored by Lowe's. During MVP's bonus days at Lowe's, save $20 on 5-gallon ceiling paint or primer by HGTV Home by Sherwin-Williams. Because Lowe's knows savings, Lowe's knows pros. Selection varies by location, all supplies last. Discount taken at time of purchase. See sales associate for details. I'm Nicole for 97.1 The Fan Traffic. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early 
so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, offering professional grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com, or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done. Does excessive amounts of Prozac make your sack droop down to your knees? Asking for a friend. My friend's name is Mike. Back to Droopy Sack and T-Bone. Welcome in. No common man today. Got Jen Winters filling in for him. It is the segment that's not a segment. Yikes. Coming up at 534. Also, Jen, we will be talking with Buckeye Hoopster, women's basketball team, J.C. Sheldon, fifth-year senior. So exciting. Yeah. She's going to be joining us here uh, coming up at 418. So we're looking forward to talking to her about the big victory Ohio State had over Iowa, taking down uh, Caitlin Clark. Not figuratively not literally no, that, 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 that was the lady in the that audience. was an accident that yeah. was no good that's not good but uh great win for the buckeyes and a really fun day i just think for the city of columbus good sports town yes seeing the shot full of eighteen thousand people that was it was fantastic. a record attended game yeah record attendance for a women's basketball game at ohio state yeah it's also the largest women's basketball game that they have had this season attendance wise for an indoor game there was a game where Iowa played at Kinnick, and that obviously had more people because oh, yeah. it was outside. But of the indoor, so again, huge game nationally. It was on NBC. Yeah, if that, it, if and you that didn't was hear it on so the fan. Weird. It was it was also on the fan, but it was on NBC too. It's so weird now that we're into this whole era of different, uh, I don't know, networks running Big Ten games that we are not really used to seeing it. So see, watching basketball, like especially college basketball on NBC, is is a little different for me it is very much so i they they did an okay job not bad yeah i i think overall i mean i've gone back and watched a little bit of the coverage seemed fine but yeah it 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 is truly it was a good day for columbus and it does remind me that don't forget ohio loves basketball central ohio especially loves basketball Mm -hmm. wednesday uh, wednesday night friday night i went to uh, marysville olentangy game oh that was a girls basketball game out of marysville Top five teams in the state, both those teams. Holy cow. And it went right down to the wire. It was a one-point game. It was fantastic basketball. That's awesome. Gym was packed. Crowd was hot. It was great. It was nice. like just a just a fun atmosphere for basketball. And then yesterday seeing that, it was nice to see the like high school version of it and then the college version yeah. of it. Now we just need a WNBA team and then we can have that. Get the, I would or, love that. Bring back the quest. Yes. Undefeated. They won yeah, two they championships were. for the two years that league was there. Loaned and then a couple of those games. Did you? I did. I never got to make it out. It I wish fun. I would have. I did oh. go to Columbus Horizon games back in oh, the day. Oh, went to those too. Yeah. Those were awesome. Patel. Yep. Mm-hmm. That's right. <laughs> we have we have good little basketball history here. We, we need to keep it going. We need to keep going that way. So I like that. Uh, let's talk football for a second, though. Uh, you know about Ohio State. Kind of been on a tear in the off-season regard since... Michigan won the national championship. Yeah. It's been odd, hasn't it, Jen? How it's, we're. It's very weird. I, I, yeah. And it's almost like the people going into the portal because, you know, the, obviously it's their coaches are, are leaving or have left. They aren't choosing to go to Michigan for some reason. No, no. Even at though all. they're going to be the defending national champion. Why would, why would they do that? I, why wouldn't hmm. they put their names in to go to Michigan? Well, I mean, you think confused. at least on one, on one hand, it, maybe. Maybe it's because their coach has been interviewing for multiple oh. NFL jobs and is probably not. Oh, gonna, you're. Oh, yeah. I didn't even think about that, man. Michigan, I'll tell you. Because here's what we're going to talk about. 
Uh, so Alabama safety, national freshman of the year, Caleb Downs, transferring <laughs> to Ohio State. That was... That when news. that came across my yeah. phone on Friday night, I was with a bunch of people. It's a one guy who knew how big this was, but everyone else was like, what are I don't understand. Yeah. I mean, this is such a big deal. Right. I mean, this is a secondary that returns Lathan Ransom, yes. Denzel Burke, Davis and Igbenosin, Jordan Hancock. And now you throw in a guy oh who is God. one of the best players in college football last year. Only going to get better. He's in there now. Great. Then yesterday, I saw this news that Bama quarterback recruit Julian Sayan, who mm-hmm. is in this 2024 class that is just getting rounded out here, he had committed, had gone to class for a day. The day he went to class, the first day of class, if I'm not mistaken, was the day was Nick Sayan was like, peace out, I'm out of here, yeah. done. So then that became, he can now go into the transfer portal. Yeah. So he's done that and decided, you know where I'd like to go? even though Aaron Nolan's there and they just got Will Howard and mm-hmm. I'm going to Ohio state. So now you went from not knowing what your quarterback situation is to having two five-star guys sitting there as f- true freshmen. It's amazing. And you also have all the other recruits that were there and you just got Will Howard to come in. Obviously someone's going to have to move at some point, but Will Howard is probably your starter this year. And then you've got the future looking very, very awesome going forward. So that was a huge deal. They also got the Buckeyes a 2024 defensive end commit in uh, Dominic Kirks. So that is now uh, probably a finishing touch on this class. 6'4", 255 defensive end from uh, Painesville, Ohio. Number 33 defensive lineman in the country, according to 24-7 Sports. So that's great. I mean, I'm just... And you got Bill O'Brien to run your offense. <sighs> and you... No, 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 Jen. Mm-mm. Jen, he's not running your football team. Mm-mm. He's Mm-mm. Ryan Day is going to design your offense. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. Are you down on Bill O'Brien? I was looking for someone who's down on... Why are you down on Bill O'Brien? I don't know if you know this, but um, I I like to consider him a part of the Bill Belichick failed coaches tree. So let's take a look at Matt Patricia, who has been let go of his duties the second time as a defensive... Well, okay, first time he was the head coach of the Lions, and then he was let go of his duties. Now he's been one of the defensive coaches at Philadelphia, and we saw what happened to the Eagles, especially on their defense this year, trash. He's been let go of his duties. So my guess is is he's going back to where, or going wherever the hell Bill goes. Yeah, right. Josh McDaniels has had two chances now to lead a as a head coach in the NFL. He did it with the Broncos and failed, and he did it. He didn't even make it through this season and failed with the Raiders. We've got Bill O'Brien, and yes, I understand. Bill O'Brien was working with Nick Saban, and he's been working with Bill Belichick, and he did an okay job at the beginning of his tenure with Penn State, but the offense with the Patriots this year was just terrible. And I understand that he's a big name and that he's been around the block and he's tied to two of the best coaches that we've ever seen in both college and the NFL. But I'm sorry, I think he's just a failure. And I don't like that he's here, but I I know I'm going to hear from people like, oh, you don't know, Jack. Oh, he's going to be so great. How can you know that it's going to be bad and blah, 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 blah. So can I can mm, I? Well, Sorry, let me, let me not do but I'm that not to you. Gonna apologize. Can I counterpoint that? Yeah, by saying he's not head coach of your team. I understand that he's not even really going to be your main offensive coordinator. Although he will be much more of an offensive coordinator than he's in the past. more than. Well, and my whole thing is 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 what with Brian Hartline. 
why are we now, okay, he had one season to be the quote-unquote offensive coordinator, and now he's assistant to the offensive coordinator? Like, because I'll tell you why. Because they know right now, they don't have any confidence in him calling plays. And, and here, when did and he call plays? It's all been Ryan Day calling exactly. the damn thing. That's the point. That's my point, but though. It's so freaking stupid. If I'm Ryan Day, I'm going to look to Brian Hartline and say, I got to give up control of the offense. I'm going to give it to a guy who is a great recruiter and a fantastic player and a fantastic coach and all these other things. I'm going to now let him call the offense in a season where if I don't win, I am gone. My entire career now is like, I put so a So you're going to put it on Bill O'Brien. I'm going to put it on a guy who has been an NFL head coach for six years, who's run multiple offenses in college, who has doesn't have to do any of that executive stuff. All he has to do is go up in the booth and while I'm sure Brian Hartland will be involved in the play design, as will Ryan. Ryan Day's not going to like knock on the door on Thursday and be like, hey, did you guys throw a couple run plays in there? Great. All right. I'll see you later. Like he's still going to well, be no, involved in that. It's a coordinated effort. And then, but on game day, Bill O'Brien's up in the booth with the play sheet going, we're running this, we're running that, we're running this, we're running that. Based off of tendencies, he can look at stuff in the booth while he's not, you know, when the Buckeyes don't have the football. And then when Ryan Day's like, sorry, we're not running the ball here air it out like then he can still do the urban Meyer like veto on right. that stuff I, I just feel like between the solutions you're right there are other guys they could have probably gotten but it just, I'm not, I guess just, I'm not, I'm not like, as down uh, on the Bill O'Brien thing it's like I grasping like, at straws I mean he's just trying because he knows that his butt is on the line and well, I get it what, no I I'm totally saying, get why he's he went out in there like a guy who's got massive experience comparatively right. to Brian Hartline who's never called plays in his life I'm saying I I don't think like but most guys think, call though, plays at some level elsewhere. Then they get up here and maybe they're a quarterbacks coach and then they eventually become a play caller or something. I feel like it would be a big risk to do that. Well, and I think that then that they they owe Brian Hartline an apology for putting that him in that position so quickly. Uh, and now I don't know not what the hell's going on to, behind closed doors. But at the same time, it's like if I'm Brian Hartline, I'm like, what am I, chop liver? Not to make the. Uh, the Dom Draper quote, but uh, I will do it. And that is, that's what the money's for. Right. <laughs> that's the apology. I know. Sorry. We didn't do it. We did give you like a big bump last year. You still look, I'm not saying Brian Harlan can't call plays. Eventually. I think here's the best news for us. I don't think Bill O'Brien's going to be here for more than two or three years. No, neither is Ryan day. No, 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 no. Hang on. If Bill O'Brien works out, this year, as a if that takes the load off of Ryan, so he's going to go run another NFL team into the ground. No, what I'm saying is this year you need to win football games. This year you need to beat Michigan, go win a national championship. Obviously, not a small task, but I feel like there's a better chance of doing that with the new offensive coaching staff. Then, if let's say that's good, it may be next year or the year after where he gets the call that's like, hey, we want you to come run an offense in the NFL again, or we want you to be a head coach somewhere, sure. And maybe he takes that. By that point, then Brian Hartline can be more involved with play calling. He can kind of take those duties on, and then maybe he's ready to call the plays and become your full-time offensive coordinator. That's, again, I understand that's a rosy way to look at it, but the alternative here is, I mean, it's not just Bill O'Brien and Brian Hartline. They could have found someone else that's not one of those two guys, I feel like, though, there aren't many coaches out there who have more experience than Bill O'Brien at running an offense. And if it was Ryan Day was a defensive-minded coach, I would feel more like where you are. 
But since he's run offense, he's running the offense, and all we're asking him is to like throttle that back to fifty percent. Let Bill O'Brien take that fifty percent on. He's like not even going to be a full time offensive coordinator. And Bill O'Brien can walk into any recruit's room and be like, "Hey, by the way, do you want to get to the NFL? I've gotten like all these dudes in the NFL, and I've coached in the NFL. I know what it takes." And then, hey, by the way, look who just committed. Like in the same, like they hire him last week. This week, you get a five star quarterback right off the bat. Maybe that's an IO. I hope I'm wrong, but at the same time, I just, I don't know. Well, I, I, the glass know, is always empty with me. That's fair. Not get, even half it. empty. It's you know always what? empty. And every it's year, fair to be skeptical. it's the same thing. We just get, I don't know. It's like being a Blue Jackets fan. You just are so optimistic and no, so no, no. Well, that's fair, but. Granted, Ohio State does a hell of a lot more than the Blue Jackets will ever do as far as, you know, making it to a postseason. That's reasonable. But it's still just, it's disheartening and. Thank goodness that Bjork is here. <laughs> Ross Bjork. Because, will. you know, Bjork um, has some experience in getting people, you know, out yeah. of contracts. So, well, that, you know. <laughs> hey, we'll Jimbo. Why didn't we call Jimbo? Let's bring Jimbo up here. You know what? If we were calling him to be Why an offensive Why we call Jimbo Fisher to be an offensive coordinator? coordinator? I might have listened, but I don't think he's got, he's got 75 million reasons not to do anything right now. <laughs> except stay put. All right. Sorry. No, that's fine. I like it. This is good. This I is- just this is how I feel. I'm. I know. I'm standing on. It's like woman yells at wall. No, it's fine. I, I think it's. I think there are Buckeye fans who felt the same way. But then all these recruits happen, and we're like, yeah, we're ready. The off season, we're winning it. Let's not play any actual football games though, because I don't know how that's been. Though we've always been so excited in the off season. Well, that's that's true. Sorry, I'm just jaded. That's okay. Next up, we're going to talk to someone who got us all excited yeah. during the actual season of games. It was J.C. Sheldon, Buckeye basketball, taking on Iowa yesterday. Knocked him down, 192. We will talk about that win with her when we come back. It's Man and Bone with Jen Winters on the fan. Fan traffic. Sponsored by Meister's Bar and Pizza, home of the Grandview Browns backers. You'll find some stop-and-go traffic on eastbound 70 on the west side between Mount Street and 315 and some slow-moving traffic, just a couple-minute delay on westbound 670 between Grandview Avenue and 70. This report is sponsored by COSI, Center of Science and Industry. Transport yourself back in time and explore the fascinating story of the Titanic's maiden voyage. Coming to COSI March 9th, Don't Miss Titanic, the Artifact Exhibition, featuring over 350 artifacts recovered from the ocean floor. Presale starts January 24th at 10 a.m. Visit cosi.org for info. I'm Nicole for 97.1 The Fan Traffic. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile, and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time, there's Granger, offering professional grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call clickgranger.com or just stop by granger for the ones who get it done if biggie size was a radio show this would be it this is common man and t-bone welcome in hope you're having a great monday a segment that's not a segment yikes is coming up at 5 34 jen winners joining me common man is out today and we've got a special guest here on the show. Yay. We are very excited to talk to Buckeye basketball legend, I'm going to say. Absolutely. One of the stars of this Buckeye basketball team. She's been here the last few years playing awesome. And the Buckeyes, huge victory over Iowa yesterday at the shot. 
192. J.C. Sheldon joining us now on the fan, uh, courtesy of the Bryant Heating and Cooling Systems Fan Guest Hotline. J.C., how are you? I'm good. How are you guys? Uh, we're feeling really I'm good. I'm so that excited. Game. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, how did you feel after that game? Big win. Looked. I mean, it's a Big Ten basketball game. Men's or women's. It's physical. That one looked particularly physical to me. How is everybody feeling after that? Is there an extra bit of icy hot today after that type of game? <laughs> definitely, definitely. It was great game for us. A great atmosphere to be a part of, and a great win against a really good team in the Big Ten. So it was. It was a lot of fun for us. What is it like to play to a crowd that is like, you know, it's it was at capacity. Everyone was, it was so loud. I mean, I watched it from home and I could just feel the energy. What's that like as you're getting ready to go out there and you're playing? Is it is it so beneficial that they're there to kind of help you along the way? Yeah, it's awesome. It's For a lot of us, you know, that's the biggest crowd we've played in front of and, and their energy and their excitement just helps us and works to our advantage. So it was a lot of fun. I think a lot of buckets we scored, we got to, like I said, use them to our advantage and just kind of get us all excited and, and keep our spirits up. So it was a lot of fun. Does it feel a little bit more when you go into a game like that and you know the national media attention that's there, you know there's the discussion about Caitlin Clark. Obviously, you've gone up against her quite a few times and Buckeyes have had a lot of success against her in the time that you guys have both been there. So when you hear those narratives, do you kind of look back a little bit on some of your other experiences and go, yeah, all right, I know we've heard all about her, but we've also played against her. We've won some, we've lost some. Does that, is it as big to you guys in the room as it is to the fans outside who are kind of getting hyped up about that? Yeah, you know, that's what that's what makes it fun. I think for us, our, our only focus is going out there and, and competing and winning the game and and for us, this, this team's really good because we know, you know, every, every single person's going to do whatever it takes to win. So definitely a little extra hype, I think, around that game. But our focus was, was on winning and, and coming out with the dub. So I, I noticed, you know, with you guys, you did the full court press for the beginning, like the first quarter, and then you abandoned it to just kind of make sure you all got down to the, you know, the other end of the court. Um, what was that like in changing the game plan up? Was that something that you guys had discussed leading up to the game or was it just like a game time decision um, to just pull the press? Yeah, it's something we discussed going into it, something we definitely knew we might might have to go to. But uh, for us, I think they started to get some threes there and some transition buckets. And uh, for a while there, we took it off. And we actually put it back on, I think, in the fourth quarter. So just really good that we're able to be flexible like that and, and kind of go back to our half-court defense when we need to. And this year especially, I think our half-court defense has been helping us out a lot too. We are talking with Buckeye basketball star J.C. Sheldon right here on the Brian Heating and Cooling Systems Fan Guest Hotline. Ohio State women's basketball taking on Illinois Thursday night, 7 p.m. That is in Illinois. They also have a game against Purdue coming up on Sunday and then back at the shot Thursday, February 1st, next Thursday against Wisconsin. Uh, moved up in the polls a little bit after this one. You guys focus on things like that after you get a big win or are you just right on to the game film for Illinois after that? Yeah, no, that's not something we pay a lot of attention to. I think it's cool uh, for the fans and the fans to get engaged. But like I said, after a big one like that, our focus is, is on the next one. And Illinois is a really good team, really good team we're going to have to be prepared for. So we'll get back to it tomorrow. So I was I, I, deficiating in any sort of sporting event always drives me crazy because I'm a homer and I want my team to be uh, to win and be, you know, look out for all of these crazy calls. It was so inconsistent yesterday, especially at the beginning of the game. How do you personally deal with the frustration during the game? Because I can't stop yelling. (laughs) 
I think, you know, that's, that's a part of the game. I think in, in any Big Ten game especially, you know, you're going to have to deal with some adversity, some calls you might not agree with. My focus is always um, on my teammates and just kind of getting them ready for the next play after a call we, you know, we might not agree with. And I think overall we did a pretty good job of, of moving through them and kind of just focusing on the next possession. Because in a game like that, you don't really have time to, you know, dwell on a call. You kind of got to be ready for, for the next play. So I, I was proud of how we handled a lot of those situations yesterday. J.C. Sheldon joining us here on The Fan. Uh, you're a veteran. You've been through a lot of this. You obviously now have a team that, again, has a really good shot this year to go win the Big Ten and make some noise after that and possibly go beyond where you did last year in the tournament. One of the pieces I think you you got to have is you've got to have someone you can go to in crunch time. You've been that person often on this team. Cody McMahon's a sophomore, and she had a game last night that's going to go down in history as one of the best that you've seen in a in a Buckeye uniform. When you're in that moment and you start seeing one of your teammates having that type of game, do you just start looking at each other going, I I mean, I know what the game plan is, but we're just going to, we're going to throw it down there at 32 and just <laughs> let it go. I mean, how, how does that happen at, at, during the game? Do you guys start feeling that or is it just later on at the, after, at the fourth quarter? You're like, holy cow, she's, <laughs> she's having this type of game. Absolutely. Cody, Cody was due for a game like that. And, and she helped us win that game. She played amazing. I think for her, what was working, they, they're playing the zone a lot in the second half and they left that middle open for her where she can do what she does best. And they had trouble stopping her. And I think once we realized that we kept feeding it to her and, and she was getting it done, get a lot of in ones, a lot of huge buckets for us down the stretch and a lot of good rebounds too. So, so she was hooping. We're happy for her. And, and she definitely helped us win that game. And and I'm just going to be, just for a second, just talk about you and your personal life. Seeing Emmy at the end of the game and you guys all around her giving her hugs and everything like that, that to me was the most special thing in the whole world. Um, was she super excited? She was. It's funny. She she gets nervous, I think, in, in close games like that. So when, when she came up to us, you could tell she was still a little, a little nervous oh. and a little like, we win. And, but it was really cool. Ricky was there, too, to be able to just kind of embrace that win with her, kind of cheer her up and, and let her know, you know, it's time to celebrate. It's time to be happy. But it's pretty cool that, that she gets to experience that with us. That's awesome. That's and so awesome. I have to guess after last year, the dub chain tele- t-shirt thing, when you guys got to put the dub chain on Cody last night, I'm guessing that was probably a good time when Coach McGuff gets back in there. You spray him. I saw you hiding behind the door in the yes. video. Like that, <laughs> that was that was, pro- was that celebration a little bit more than maybe what the normal one is. Absolutely, that one that one was personal, and and Cody deserved it, man. So we we were really excited for the dub chain. It's great because you know it comes with a win. So knowing we knowing we won the game and get to give the dub chain out is is always a celebration. Well, it was a lot of fun. We're glad it, we awesome. got the we got that dub chain. We're glad to see the victory and wish you guys the best of luck going forward, all right? Awesome. Thank you guys. Thanks, JC. There you go. JC Sheldon, Buckeye basketball legend, hero, yes. one of the best to ever do it here at Ohio State. We thank her for taking some time on the Bryant Heating and Cooling Systems fan guest hotline. Oh, uh, so cool. I'm so excited. <laughs> all right, trust me. This is this is a big moment. We love that. That's awesome. All right. So we'll talk uh, plenty more basketball, of course. We also have plenty more football to talk about. A lot of people Watch the NFL this weekend. Go figure. I have some what? numbers. Yeah, I have some numbers that back that up, Jen. I, so we'll, I was the only one. No. Oh, the only not. one in my house watching the NFL. <laughs> that's because non-sports Matt is not watching the NFL. You are. True. But that's uh, Harley? No? Har- well, yeah, Harley's there. Okay, I mean, she's so a dog. I think they count. Does Dogs, it? Does she? Yeah, you can okay, count your dog. Okay, well, then two of us. All right, there you okay. go. Okay. Perfect. It's, uh, yeah, we'll talk about that next. It's Man and Bone, Jen Winters on the fan. Fan traffic. Sponsored by Meister's Bar and Pizza, home of the Grand View Browns Backers. 
Traffic is still stop and go on eastbound 70 on the west side between Mount Street and 315. And some slow moving traffic eastbound 70 downtown between the 71 West Split and Livingston Avenue. And expect a couple minutes slowdown on eastbound 33 between 270 Southeast and Hamilton Road. This report is sponsored by Direct Auto. Safe Auto Insurance is now Direct Auto Insurance. New name, same flexible payments. Go to directauto.com for a free quote. I'm Nicole for 97.1 The Fan Traffic. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. The only thing scarier than Bones and Allergies is man's browser history. I'm sorry, man. I thought you want to see this. This is Common Man and T-Bone. As always, you can find us on wherever you get your podcasts. Just go look for Common Man and T-Bone. Just search it. Podcasts are free. They've, well, unless, you know, some places they'll make them free. We make them free. Yeah. You can get them wherever you get podcasts. Just search Common Man and T-Bone. All those episodes we do come right to your device free of charge. It's all brought to you by our friends at Care Heating and Cooling. If you just missed it, we talked to Buckeye basketball star J.C. Sheldon, who mm-hmm. was on with us to talk about Ohio State beating Iowa last night. Yeah, I keep saying that. It was at noon. Anyway, yesterday <laughs> afternoon. So if you missed that interview, you can go check it out on the podcast. And we, uh, well, and like all day today we've had, I, I know um, that... Why am I drawing a blank? My whole mind just emptied. That's okay. What were you going to talk about? The, Kevin McGuff was oh, yeah. on with Coach Morning McGuff. Juice yep. and with Bishop and Friends. He's also going to be on Buckeye Roundtable tonight with Timmy. Two-hour Buckeye Roundtable coming up from 6 to 8. And so, so if you've missed any of these, you can go check all of those those uh, interviews out yeah. on the podcast. Perfect. Uh, I told you that a lot of people watched the NFL. This is just on Saturday. Yeah. I don't think we have all the numbers in yet from Sunday, but I'm sure... They will be big. Oh, I'm sure. But uh, Niners Packers, they say, uh, according to Fox, the Niners 24-21 win over the Packers is the most watched Saturday telecast on any network since the 1994 Winter Olympics. Oh. You might recall. Yes. In the 1994 Winter Olympics. Get your crowbars that ready. That was the Nancy <laughs> Kerrigan, Tanya Harding debacle. Oh, yeah. why me? That's why right. me? anyone why me thank you that's good i think that's the person who was the most annoying in that whole thing not the woman who was hiring people to beat up nancy kerrigan but nancy kerrigan for complaining about it how dare you how dare you complain about getting hit with a crowbar attacked by a crowbar and cry so anyway you might remember the drama surrounding that caused a lot of people to watch the olympics in ways no one had ever really watched those before but that remained up until this past weekend one of the most watched things now it's crazy when you think about how long ago that was oh yeah 94 is yeah. i mean it's 30 years yes good lord that was that's 30 depra- i just said it and realized I, it and i am depressed now. i am old 94 I, olympics is 30 years ago and i remember that lord. like it was yesterday what just happened my brain just emptied of all my youth <laughs> all my youth oh, just my flew youth. out of whatever i had left in my head it's all gone now holy um, crap excuse me i'll be signing up for an mcl cafeteria card <laughs> So I can get the punch and get the free pie after seven dinners. Ooh, there or you go. 
Uh, telecast averaged 37.5 million viewers, peaked at over 40.9 million viewers Man. for 49ers Packers. Again, I want to point out, this is the divisional round. This is not even the championship round, which we have next weekend. The last true weekend of football, might I add, is this coming weekend. Well, You'll hear me rant about this yeah. all week. But I mean, I, honestly, I'm kind of even moving back to now division weekend. The divisional round of the playoffs for me is probably the best amount of football I can have. It was. Yes. It's not that I don't enjoy a regular NFL Sunday, but in a regular NFL Sunday, you are like there's seven games on and then mm-hmm. there's five games on. And then you've got the, the the one on Sunday night, which after all day of watching that one can be a little tiresome. If by the second quarter a team gets up fourteen to nothing, yeah. I'm like, I think I know where that's going, yeah. and then I might peace out on that. You have two games on Saturday, two games on Sunday. That's about that's perfect for me. Well, and and, and the, they're great. They're yes. usually and they're the great NFL teams. knew what they were doing and scheduling the Chiefs and the Bills as the final game. Of course, they're not dumb, and they. I can't wait to see what those ratings look like because it's going to be astronomical. Mm-hmm. And why is that? Well, it's because of two great teams playing each other and not the girls sitting in the box. No, it's definitely part of that, too. There's a reason. I mean, there was a reason why that was the Peacock game. (laughs) It's going to be now. People are going to view it, of course. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, So, by the way, that Niners Packers game, let's talk about it, because I think it's an unexpected turn for me this year. I Niners are great, right? They're a very good team and they are well coached and all those things. Brock Purdy is certainly a guy that I think some people were too quick to anoint as like the next God of quarterbacks. Right. He's good. He is good in that system. He can be very effective. All those things. He's not yet anywhere close to the level that I would put Mm -mm. some of the other guys we saw this past weekend, Pat Mahomes, Lamar Jackson, uh, clearly. I don't even think, you know, I think Josh Allen is a level above him. Oh yes. Right. And so I think Brock Purdy is, good at running an offense that has a lot of great weapons in it and Mm -hmm. has a really great offensive staff coaching it. I don't know that that means you should just go out and just bow down to him as the greatest football player ever. No, Jordan Love, I did not expect to have this season at all. I love that, though, because it's just... I love that in the fact that I know that it hurts Aaron Rodgers. Oh, yeah. It totally does. This is- <laughs> and, and and I know that he was out with an injury all season, so we can't really say what the Jets would have been if he were healthy. But at the same time, I love that the Packers can get rid of Aaron Rodgers and Jordan Love can finally come into his own. And he led that offense. He did such a great job. The fact that they were in it as long as they were with San Francisco, that's amazing. Yeah. Well, and that's that's why that that's partially why that game got such good numbers, yeah. right? It was it's two massive fan bases, Niners and Packers fans, oh, sure. a ton of them. Yeah. Also, it was a primetime matchup and it was a down to the wire game. Yeah. With well, a comeback and, victory by the Niners. So and it, it, it it'll be interesting to see if Debo Samuel can make it back. Because of that shoulder injury, I mean, and he runs and runs and runs and he uses that shoulder. So are they going to be able to utilize him in the championship game or do you save him for what could potentially be the Super Bowl? I think you got to. You have to use him. Right. I mean, because the Lions are no slouches. No. Niners are gettable. I'm just, I mean, I'm saying like, I think you have your best game. You can beat the Niners. It's not like they are untouchable. Even with Debo Samuel. So. I think that's something to definitely keep an eye on that injury. The other thing we got to talk about Texans Ravens. That was kind of the of the three games of the four games, kind of the worst one because yeah. 
But for a half, it was like fake good. It was. Because Texans took that punt back and you're like, well, oh, hey, it's a 10 10 game. They're There's, still in it. I was talking to Matt Hayes about this before the show, yeah. Matty Ice, and he was saying out, you know, at halftime, he was just so mad and frustrated. And I oh, said, I'm sure. But I'm watching it as a neutral, actually, as an almost active hater of the Ravens, oh, not yes. a fan of the Ravens. <laughs> and I'm sitting there the whole time going, they're, they're, they're going to win this game. Ravens are going to come back in the second half. They're going to ball out and Texans are going to be shown like what it's like to play a real NFL team for a half. Yeah. And it's going to annoy me as a Browns fan, (laughs) but it's, I was not surprised at all that the Ravens came out. What I will tell you is this, and I don't know how to explain it. I hate the Ravens. I don't want that team to win at all. And yet every time I see Lamar Jackson play football, I go, wow, I enjoy watching him play and I don't know how to process it. I find myself almost rooting for him while I can't root for the Ravens at all. So I don't, He's so good, he breaks my mind because when I watch a man running down the field with the football and then he just, he doesn't like stutter step, he doesn't like hesitate, he full on comes to a, I'm standing in line waiting at customer service at Costco, stop, like he's standing up straight, (laughs) stopped, the entire NFL team around him is moving Uh and then he looks around and goes, there's my lane, and then runs yes. again, and then goes. It boggles my He's mind. He's a genius. He really is. He's and, unbelievable, dude. And I, I mean, I hate the Ravens, but I want them to win. I I want them to go to the Super Bowl. I see, I and can't. I want them to win. And I think it's just because, like, I felt so bad for him over the off season with everything going on, and oh, I'm like, you're- they're just. They're just going to try and screw him over. And like the the Ravens did as much as they could to try and screw him yes, over. Yes, they did. They actively were like, any team can come get him if you want to. Yes. If you're a Falcons fan, oh, how are you not livid? <laughs> oh my God. You had every chance to sign yes. this guy. He would have come play for you. And you could have bought it. You could have done it. The dumpster fire that were the Atlanta Falcons this oh. year. I mean, Arthur Smith oh. isn't even there anymore. It was a disaster, but you could have reached out to him, and no one freaking did. Yeah. And it's like, you know how Joe Flacco had his Super Bowl year? Right. And he bet on himself, and he was able then to go and get that massive contract after winning the Super Bowl. Yeah. But it's kind of like it's a little bit different with Lamar, but I he just got want, a contract, not did. as big as he wanted. Exactly. But now he went out and showed, all right, you guys all thought I just sucked, apparently. Yeah. Here, here's my well, MVP season, and here's me. I mean, and I'm still was like, it's December. He's going to get hurt. He's going to get, and he never got hurt. No, he's playing out of his mind. Yes. The Ravens are out of their mind. The Ravens, uh, to my mind, I mean, they have to go knock off. It's, it's game of thrones right you have to now the chiefs are the ones sitting on the throne they are the ones that have owned the acc acc good lord afc for the last six years you now have to prove like it's now the final boss of the video game not yeah. that uh, not I that like the niners that. or the no, lions can that. be but it's like you have to get past the chiefs and show that like no one can beat them now yeah. i can and i'm gonna move on who else beat them it was uh joe burrow uh-huh one year and it was almost the browns until uh, Chad Henney. <laughs> anyway, then the only other team that's beat him in this run with Pat Mahomes prior to an AFC championship game or in an AFC championship game, the only other team to do it is a guy named Tom Brady in the Patriots, yeah. I believe. So that's now what you're going to put your name with that. Like Joe Burrow, we know good. We know Tom Brady, legend. Lamar Jackson, you do that. Your team's in the Super Bowl yeah. and you probably win. I'm just saying. And I've jinxed him. So that's all. Now it's all done. <laughs> it's good. I did that. <laughs> Something interesting happened in golf over the weekend. You may have lost sight of that. We'll get to that next. It's Man and Bone with Jen Winters on the fan. 
Fan Traffic. Sponsored by Meister's Bar and Pizza. Home of the Grandview Browns Backers. There's an accident blocking two lanes on northbound 315 after North Broadway. About a 10-minute slowdown and stop-and-go traffic from Lane Avenue. And traffic's a little slow, a couple-minute delay on eastbound 70 on the east side between Livingston Avenue and 33. This report is sponsored by eBay Motors. eBay Motors is here for the ride with the parts you need for the prices you want. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Get Keep your ride or die alive at eBay Motors. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. I'm Nicole for 97.1 The Fan Traffic. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, click Granger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done. Dumb is the only language these two are fluent in. You're listening to Man and Bone. No common man today, but Chen Winters is fluent in dumb. That's why she's here. I'm yes. fluent in dumb. I'm T-Bone. That's why I'm here. Mike will be back tomorrow. Panama Ted is here. He's not fluent in dumb. No. He's very smart. Keeps us on schedule. Keeps us doing good things. And you know what Panama Ted likes to do? It's the same thing I like to do. Same thing Jen Winters likes to do. Same thing Common Man likes to do if he was here. We like to do all our banging when it comes to the sports gambling. And there's only one place we like to go. Oh, yeah. Hollywood Casino Sportsbook at Hollywood Casino Columbus. Check that out. It's the place to go. 12,000 square feet of all kinds of sitting locations, TV viewing locations, gambling sweating it out locations as i like to call them (laughs) where you've just got your tickets there and you're like please just make a bucket i need you to get 26 points and i win and it's 24 and it's a minute and a half and your guy's just dribbling and you're like don't pass it and then he passes it and you're like no and you rev up the ticket and then he hits a shot and then you have to tape it all back together anyway you can do that at only the best place i think you can do it anyway is at Hollywood Casino Sportsbook. It's not like I've ever done this before. No, I was just saying like that was a really through that good Scotty Vegas impression. No, not like that's ever <laughs> happened to anyone. Scotty Vegas lives there. If yes, you've ever does. wondered what he looks like, they have him in a glass case for when he's not gambling. That's where he sleeps. <laughs> he is in one of those chambers. He like is. they keep you, I think, in the uh, Han Solo, like in the, the oh, carbonite. carbonite. That's what they mm-hmm. kept him in. Yeah, that's right. Must be 21 or older. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Uh, this guy could not go gamble at Hollywood Casino. No. <laughs> Nick Dunlap, who won the PGA Tours. Teddy, am I saying this right? The PGA Tours, the American Express? Yes, that's how you say that. American Express. So he played their credit <laughs> card. Is that what I'm understanding? How <laughs> that's does this the name work? of the tournament. The name of the tournament. Yeah, that's the sponsor. Okay. So this would be like calling it the the BMW or the the Papa John's or the name your corporate sponsor. They the just, Sony they had the week before. Yeah. Oh, but it's not. I always thought that was like the Sony Open or like the no. Is that not? I some of Mar- Yeah. It it's yeah. okay. So this it, is the Amer. Okay. So anyway, he won a tournament named after a credit card. <laughs> yes. Right. Whatever it is. Remember. NIO money, bad for sports. Now, back Very to the PGA. Bad. The PGA Tours, the American Express, Nick Dunlap, 20 years old. Not even eligible to drink or go to a casino and gamble or any of that stuff, but yet he is winning. He is the first amateur to win on the PGA Tour in 33 years. That's awesome. 
And I didn't realize who the last guy was to do it. Who was it? A golfer you may not have ever heard of. He golfs mostly overseas now. Phil Mickelson. Oh, Phil Mickelson. I, you know, I've heard heard many a tale of that man. Yeah. Uh, This is uh, apparently he, Phil did that at the Tucson Open in 1991. Wow. And now... Nick Dunlap. So maybe he's the next guy who will go and sell out the PGA to a bunch of... Well, because of gambling debts. <laughs> Which he hasn't even gotten to yet because right. he can't really he gamble. he can't even gamble yet. Yeah. But he's just, he's setting himself up for, you know, and then to golf with a long sleeve uh, button-up shirt on. Oh, also. Did he do that? Yeah, Phil Mickelson. Oh, Phil did. Yes, yes, yeah. yes. That's right. He so didn't maybe have the, he I forgot will about bring that. that back to golf. Was that when he was doing like whatever that company was like work Day or something. I don't know. He had some oh. sponsor that was like a. I feel like it was an office or a maybe a, a maybe it was Dockers. I don't know. But he he was like I'm dressing like I'm at an office, and then he was playing golf, and it was very the, odd. The shirt though was a special sort of like wicking shirt, sure, but it was long sleeved and it looked so weird. Yeah, well, he's weird. <laughs> well, maybe this guy will do it too. Well, Nick Dunlap, let him live. He and Tiger Woods, the only players to win both the U.S. Amateur and U.S. Junior Amateur Championships. So. That's that's pretty awesome. Yeah. Uh, so again, because he's an amateur, he does not get to take part in the one point five million dollar prize. Why would you still call yourself an amateur? Oh, I know. I'd turn pro. I'd be like, I'm sorry. I'm I- like, I'm gonna win this money now and take it home how, how and does that- screw my amateur status. I'm telling you, I would. Yes, you could ply me with anything yes. at that point. If I a million, if he's a million years five, old? he's a sophomore at Alabama. I want to say yes. Sophomore at Alabama. So sophomores at Alabama aren't aren't they subjected to the same NIL that other I don't You've know got football me. players at Alabama? Let's, yeah, let's let's slice through that one real quick because again I have no problem I with NIL. I just don't get it. But if you are a guy who's never played it down at Alabama for football, right. You could theoretically because, make one point five million dollars yes. before ever playing football, or you could. Go play in a tournament where you are playing against professionals. Mm-hmm. You beat all of their asses. You then get the prize money at the end. And they're like, I'm sorry, are you an amateur? And you're like, uh, technically, but I'm at an amateur at a school where they pay $15 million to the amateur football program. Does that count? And they're like, sorry, it doesn't matter. You're an amateur. No money for you. That doesn't make any sense. Ted, how do they declare to be, if you're, do you know how that process yeah, how works that work? at all? Like, can you just. On the 18th green, as you're like, you no. tee off and you see it like bounce within two feet of the cup. You're like, I'm pro. I'm a pro. No more amateur. I'm done. He's got to declare that ahead of time. I'm pretty sure. Yes. That's BS. Yeah. Well, the thing I is, too, that. though, he, you know, he wants to obviously compete. I was reading an article that uh, he's got a tough decision to make because he may, you know, leave Alabama and join the tour because he's been offered that now. He's he can be oh. exempt. You know, through 2026 and but he i guess he is a big team guy and he wanted to he had goals this year to win a national championship with the you know his teammates there at alabama and you know he still he had uh, um entry into the, yeah. the majors because he won the u.s amateur last year and he i think he wanted to go back and defend that as well oh. so that's why he can't take money either I mean, it's good to see, though, that he still is tying himself to the school even after the retirement of Nick Saban. That's right. (laughs) He did not enter the portal. He didn't. (laughs) Actually, I've just been told this is breaking. Nick Dunlap coming to play football at Ohio State. He has no football experience, but he has decided to join up with the NIL Collective. Boom. 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 Boom is right. Yes. Love that. That's great. You know what? 
Good for that dude for like having. No, that's I, don't know. I mean, good for him for having the morals too. Is I, it even morals? I don't know what it is. I just, as I just would be like, give me that money. Oh, let me tell you, if I was Please on, if I money. like, hey, I left, hey, guys, I got to go play this tournament, and then next week I'm back to defend our championship as the Alabama golf team or whatever, and then I like I hit this where it's like a million five. I left on the table, like guys, guess what? Playing change. You're gonna have to find someone else. Yeah. I'll see you later. Peace out. I'm uh, yeah, I'll, no, teamwork's great. I'll do online school. I love I teamwork. Want. I love all that. Do you understand? I just left a million five on the table right. because of this little goal we all have That's, that you guys didn't have, but I apparently hell. have to have. No, I'm I'm out. See ya. Sorry. Loyalty's only so far. It's not one. Are you loyal for a million and a half? I'm not. I'm about to. I'm dipping on that. Yep. 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 Uh, Jim Harbaugh still trying to get the hell out of Michigan. Speaking of loyalty, those who stay will be champions. He is a champion. I give him that. But he's trying to get the hell out of there. We'll talk about that next. It's Man and Bone with Jen Winters on the fan. Fan traffic. Sponsored by Meister's Bar and Pizza. Home of the Grandview Browns backers. There's an accident on the left side of eastbound 670 after Leonard Avenue, causing about a 10-minute slowdown. Traffic is stop and go from 3rd Street. And still that accident on the right side of northbound 315 after North Broadway causing delay. This report is sponsored by Taco Bell. Taco Bell's new cravings value menu is a big deal, or rather, it's 10 big deals. From new items like the loaded nachos to familiar favorites like the spicy potato soft taco, check it out at a participating Taco Bell today. Available for a limited time only while supplies last. I'm Nicole for 97.1 The Fan Traffic. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger. For the ones who get it done. Uncomfortably talking about food. Lord have mercy, I'm about to bust. This is Man and Bone. Welcome in. Hope you're having a great Monday. It is coming up in a few moments. 534, the segment that's not a segment. Yikes. We will do that very soon. Jen Winters is in for Common Man today. Don't forget that Man and Bone are brought to you by the Hinderer Motor Company right here on The Fan. Uh, so Jen, I, before we get going much further, I want to get to this thing that, about our guy, Jim Harbaugh, who's up there in Michigan, yeah, trying, to our get, guy. trying to get out of that state. Mm-hmm. Um, I did see some concerning quotes from Andrew Barry on Nick Chubb. Oh, would you like, I mean, I, I know you're not a Browns fan. You're I'm a Steelers not, fan, but, but, but I really like Nick Chubb. I think too. he's a fantastic football player and I hate that. He was injured um, at Akershur Stadium. Yeah, that's right. That was your craptastic, dirty team that did that to Terrible him. Terrible field. Never forget him for it. Terrible turf field. Yeah, that's <laughs> not right. turf. Actual grass. Actual grass, but Terrible. still not not well. Yeah. Right. yeah. Um, so here is what Andrew Barry said about Nick Chubb. Quote, nobody wants to see that carry in Pittsburgh be the last time he carries the ball for the Cleveland Browns. We will obviously work to keep him on the team. Now, I don't know why that sounded ominous other than maybe the way I read it, but I didn't mean for I, what I'm saying is he has a non-guaranteed salary of eleven point seven five million dollars for next year. Mm-hmm. Barry's comments apparently come in light of the idea that the Browns may want to work the um, rework the amount of money on that contract because of the uncertainty of this issue, this injury. Previously, they had said after he had multiple surgeries to repair 
I think every ligament in his knee, more or less, they said, yeah, um, he should be back sometime Mm -hmm. in 2024. They didn't make it sound like it would be necessarily for the start of the season. So it might be a more than a year recovery for that. So if that's the case, he's on the hook for 11.75. That sounds like they may want to try to restructure that. I hope that doesn't lead to further things like is what I'm saying. I hope that doesn't lead to animosity or what have you. I, in my mind, I know it's not the way you do business in the NFL. I know it is a business. I would suck at being a business person for this reason. (laughs) Cause I would say, but Nick Chubb is great though. And he didn't want any of this to happen. And it's not his fault. His knee exploded. So again, I don't think Andrew Barry is saying we're getting rid of Nick Chubb, but that hinting of like, we, nobody wants to see that be his last play. No, we don't. No. So you're in charge of that. So make sure that doesn't happen. It would be interesting if this was a recorded conversation. Like how? What was his tone? How did he sound while while stating? You know, making the statement. True enough. I don't know. Maybe the context was he was laughing. Going, no, I wasn't. <laughs> well, we're never going to get rid. Next job is a legend. Like maybe he was saying it that way, or maybe he was being Andrew Barry and saying, "Look, I." I'm a businessman here in the NFL. I got to make the business of the NFL work. Yeah. Browns have contracts that have to be honored. We got to figure out a way to do that. But we also can't pay guys who we're not sure. Again, hopefully Nick Chubb comes back fully healthy. They don't know that right now because he's not fully recovered yet. And it's going to take time for that to happen. Yeah. It just sucks. It does. Is all I'm saying. It uh, does. So I'm just, I'm, it's making me a little bit nervous. Well, hopefully everything goes well and he's going to come back and he can see maybe there's some sort of bright, shining light in the future in Cleveland. Um, I hope so. I hope so. There's a lot of money invested in in, in your quarterback. Well, that's a whole other kettle of worms. But yeah. <sighs> we can just leave that for a, another day where yeah. I feel like just being, I'm too happy. So let's bring me down. We'll, we'll, then we'll talk <laughs> about that. Too happy. Uh, that's right. Well, well, I'm sure that'll happen in the future. If sometime. I ever say that, then please somebody come knock me down a few okay. pegs because you know that something's wrong with me. I will call an Ohio State fan rushing the court, okay. looking at their phone yes. to do that. Or that's who I'm going as for Halloween. Way, can we look? I'm so going to be that person. <laughs> by the way, I do feel bad for that person who ran into Caitlin Clark, and I then know. everybody's like, "Wow, she ran in." It's oh, we it should an accident. Oh, this whole thing—it's yes. our fault. Someone's going to post it. to TikTok or Instagram, I guess, maybe. I mean, or maybe it's probably you don't. already out there. Or maybe you don't and say, no, I can't ever post that because, no, they'll figure it out and I'll, no, I don't I know. I mean, I will pay like $10. <laughs> oh, okay. Maybe this person should post it on OnlyFans because there they have oh. a payment structure where you could just pay like a one-time fee yeah. and then watch it and then be like, there we go. I've got the video now. I've seen it. That'd be a way to make money I, That's a great it. idea. Or terrible. I don't know. But I do know that... Uh, we need to stop with the whole, like, I, I, we don't need to stop. You do what you want. I, Caitlin Clark didn't flop. I think people are, like, making this into a thing of, like, she sold it. She's trying to get sympathy. She just played 45 straight <laughs> minutes of basketball and lost while scoring 45 points for her team. I don't know if you can do the math on that. It's like a point a minute in a game where they don't always hand them out that way. I'm just saying she played her guts out, lost a big game, and then said her, you know, shake hands, everything to everybody and then try to get off the court. And then probably is like the reaction she probably had was like on top of everything else. Now this, this happens. happens. And then she probably in the moment is like, I feel like I lost my breath. I feel like something could be wrong. She's probably thinking that I just 
tear my ACL? Did I just get my ribs broken? What just happened? And then she's probably doing the assessment of everything's all right. I think I'm okay. And I'm exhausted. I'm going to lay here for a second. I'm just saying, I don't, I don't blame her for no, perhaps maybe flailing a little bit. Like I've fallen on the ice before. I'm glad there's not video of me falling where people are like, he fell in a way that suggests that perhaps he knows a thing or two about what's really going on with aliens. Like I I don't need conspiracies about how I fall that like I was trying to do some other thing. Like I just fell. I didn't fall the way I was supposed to. Mm -hmm. I'm just saying. Kind of like when you take a backwards header down an embankment at the memorial tournament in front of 500 people yeah, and, Jen. And, and kill your your Kate Spade sunglasses. You you had a fall over the summer, like or over the spring over there at the memorial. I did, yeah. Did you, did you fall in a way that suggested that maybe you were trying to sell it for additional sympathy points? Uh, with the second backflip, yes. Okay. Yes, that that's was... exactly what that was. Okay. And then... <laughs> I just still think it's really funny that my smart ass was like, it's the last day for the memorial. So you know what shirt I'm going to wear? My tuxedo t-shirt. Class the place up because it's really funny. And then everybody stares and looks at my fat ass tumbling backwards down the hill, killing bushes, getting up. And the first thing I just thought was, (laughs) ta-da! I wish I could have been there for this moment. I really really, wish I could have. I wish everyone I knew could have been there for that moment. Yeah. It would have been great. Too bad. It was a lot of fun. Instead, it was a bunch of awkward strangers, and then a few minutes later, one of our listeners, Fawn, came up to you and said, "You she's have like, you have sticks like, in your hair, bro. You got you got you got twigs in your hair. Let mm. me get that." I'm like, That's, "I love you even more, Fawn." That was Thank very you. nice of her. God bless Fawn and Derek. That's right. They're great people. <laughs> uh, so the Atlanta Falcons have called up, and I don't know why they have to do this. They've booked a second interview with Jim Harbaugh. <laughs> What else are you going to get from him? They're like, hey, a couple questions about you. Did you work at, it says In-N-Out Burger in <laughs> 19, this is 1984. So you were on Saved by the Bell. Hmm, did you did, did you enjoy your time on Saved by Do the Bell? Do you know Slater? Did can you, you meet get me, Mr. Belding? Can I talk to AC Slater? No, so I don't, yeah, I mean, you know what Jim Harbaugh is. You know what his salary demands are. Uh-huh. You know how much you're willing to pay for this position. What's the second interview for? Did you not get what you needed out of this? You not? I, I never understood. And also, by the way, know. apparently the Chargers are also saying we'd like a center second interview too. So I thought it was just a given that he was going to San Diego. Well, that would make a lot That's of sense to me. I, oh, I'm sorry, L.A. God, I know what an idiot. Well, I, I know. I've but I've thought that too because of the fact because he coached at San he Diego. At San Diego. Yeah, but he's coached in let's say Southern California. Yes. So he's got. Ties, I and guess that Northern matters. California with, and Northern California with Stanford. That's right. Yeah. But you know what else? If he goes to Atlanta, then it's like he's never coached there, but also he's coached football so he can coach it there. Yeah. Like, I don't, I don't know why it matters as much to us that he has ties to an area, but whatever. I don't understand the whole second, third, fourth interview for NFL coaches. If you're hiring like a, a different job where it's like, I just met you off of Indeed. I'd never have heard of you. We sent a resume and now we're getting to know you. You know Jim Harbaugh. He's been known. It was like was the first just a screening through HR, and it's just like we'll get back to you in a couple. I mean, because that's what it's always been with me getting jobs, right? You know, it's like the first interview is almost just to make sure all you you actually have the right home address, yes. and they want to make sure you've got yes, that's correct. <laughs> we all we know all that with Jim Harbaugh. What are you looking for? I right. don't get it. It's bizarre. Anyway, it's all good though. Yeah. So I I do know this. Uh, it's been a weird couple weeks in a good way. For the Buckeyes since Michigan won the national championship. Uh-huh. And then 
Nick Saban stepped down. It is very weird, isn't and, it? And it seems like the Michigan National Championship happened like a decade ago because Michigan's like, hey, guys, we won the National Championship, and everybody's like, oh, that's cool. Uh, did you know Nick Saban got fired or got fired, stepped down? So now all those Bama players are on the market, and they're like, well, we're the defending well, champs. Can we us. get those players? Some of them, it's like, no, none of them want to go there. They want to go to the state you keep beating. They want to go to Ohio State for like three straight losses. They want to go there. That's interesting. Why is that? Oh, because they're raising more money than God, apparently, for their NIL out of nowhere the last couple of weeks. Because you guys actually won the national championship, and apparently that got everybody woken up, I guess. Also, they think that you're not going to stay there. Yeah, they don't think they don't believe in Jim Harbaugh being there at all. He's he's interviewing second times with multiple NFL teams, but he really loves Michigan somehow. Anyway, that's all done. Also, because Nick Saban retired, the football landscape is wide open. Anybody can win this. There's also 12 teams next year. Uh, Ohio State's got seven five star quarterbacks now on the roster for some reason. And oh, the the place where you get your commemorative issue of Sports Illustrated, your commemorative issue because you won the championship. They they went out of business, so they're done. Oh, that's so, right. That's it's been great job, Michigan. <laughs> Two weeks. You got the trophy, which will be vacated after the NCAA comes in and finds out about Connor Stallions, gets mm-hmm. all those details. Anyway, happy championship. Like I've seen the Michigan message boards melting down over the fact that. Ohio State's getting so many players. They think Ohio State fans have gone psycho with our desire to beat Michigan. Okay. My response to that would be, uh, we've already been here. No, we've been just psycho. Not, we, haven't, we haven't won, but we're psycho right. about beating you. That's never changed. That's, that's, that will, that's been that since I was a child. Change. No, not here. No. Not in this city. Maybe in Ann Arbor it fluctuates from time to time. doesn't fluctuate here. No. There is one goal for the Ohio State football program every year. One of many, sure, but one that stays every time, and that is beat Michigan, win championships. There's a reason there's a countdown clock on our fan website yeah. that counts down the days until that game. I, I think Jim Harbaugh looked over at the uh, bank accounts and was like, you know what? It seems like they're raising a lot of money down there. They're getting a lot of players. I'm, I'm just going to just gonna leave. get out of here. Yeah. Uh, so this is not going to come as a shock to any of you who have seen me physically in person. I've never had a desire to be a hockey player. I'm not <laughs> tough. I can't skate. I have no balance. But I have now even less of a desire than none to be a hockey player. And I will tell you why next. Fair warning. This is an early submission for the segment that's not a segment. Yikes. Uh, We'll do all that coming up next. It's Man and Bone on the fan. Fan traffic. Sponsored by Meister's Bar and Pizza. Home of the Grandview Browns backers. There's a disabled vehicle blocking the left lane, causing some delay on southbound 270 East Outer Belt between I-70 and 33. And still that accident on the left side of eastbound 670 after Leonard Avenue. About a five-minute slowdown there. Traffic is stop and go from 3rd Street. This report is sponsored by Ohio Laborers and Ohio Lesset. Ohio Laborers would like to congratulate member of the week, James Brown. Laborers Local 574 Marion. James is a 51-year retired member who's worked for Coco. Build Ohio right, build it union. I'm Nicole for 97.1 The Fan Traffic. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, click Granger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. 
Off Topic is on brand. This is Man and Bone. Welcome in. Hope your Monday's going well. Segment that's not a segment. Yikes. It's coming up at 534. Jen Winters is in for Common Man today. Maybe you're a fan of pink. Maybe you know someone who's a fan of pink. And maybe you need to get a Valentine's Day gift for that person that you know that's a big fan of pink. Either way, right now we'll take uh, caller number 5, 614-821-9710. Winner will get two tickets to see pink at the shot on Wednesday, October 9th. That's because pink is coming to the Schottenstein Center on Wednesday, October 9th. We have tickets before they go on sale. Tickets go on sale through LiveNation.com this Friday, January 26th at 10 a.m. I saw pink once. And how was she? She opened for Lenny Kravitz at the now Ikea, which was known as the uh, Polaris oh, right. Amphitheater. Yeah. The top <laughs> or, golf. Or Top Golf the Ikea. Ikea Top Golf. Yes. And of um, she was fine. Yeah. Well, I, I mean, mean, she can sing. She's she a good sing. singer. Now she's doing like aerobatics yeah, and all kinds of like stuff. Like all sorts of crazy stuff. I mean, you come for a concert you stay for like Cirque du Soleil yeah absolutely. which I think is a great combo good for her so yeah have have fun at the show there you go good luck with that yeah good luck and uh, if you're like well, I don't like pink well then uh, okay don't call yeah that's fine we don't give away things for everybody we give away things right. for people who like certain things so the pink is there for you if you like her great I think she's awesome big shout outs to pink she's fine yeah I mean I don't listen to a lot of her music I just think she's been in the game for a while she's she sure has thing. yeah Jeez, a, lot, a lot of haters was, coming at you when you've been there that long. I was you know just thinking what? it was like what ninety seven, ninety seven, ninety eight. Yeah. yeah, I was. Yeah, now then that's old. All right, was Pink the one I had? So what? Is uh-huh. that her? Yeah. Okay. See, I know a song. There you, there go. you go. Great. Uh, let's move on. Let's move on to things I don't ever want to do, which yes. is a be a hockey player. After this story, I didn't really want to do it anyway, but uh, you know about Boone Jenner. This is from Aaron Port's mm-hmm. line at the Athletic where Boone Jenner has had his jaw wired shut for like six weeks after taking a puck to the face Mm. back on December 8th, breaking his jaw. Well, he's back in the lineup and got through that, and lots have been made about how you know he had to have a liquid diet all this time, and that's just really difficult to do. Yeah. Well, apparently someone from uh, Calgary sent a message to Porty saying, ask Eric Goodbranson about his tongue sometime, because Eric Branson played in Calgary. Now, (laughs) the... This happened all the way back on March 18th of 2022, not even two years ago. Mm-hmm. Buckle in. All right. Eric Branson, while playing for the Flames, took a stick to the face late in the first period of a game against the Sabres. But it wasn't just apparently hitting him in the face. It, it went in his mouth. Oh, my God. And um, I'm trying to say this as gently as I can. Uh, it apparently shoved his tongue into his mouth, Aye. like on the side. And then he bit down on his tongue accidentally. <sighs> According to him, it was just a natural reaction. Unfortunately, when he did that, <laughs> um, Jen, are you okay? Yep. Just he ripped he, the Band-Aid, T-Bone. He, he bit his tongue almost in half. Yikes. Yeah. Mm. Oh, wrong segment, but I we'll know. still do the segment. Anyway, <sighs> so uh, then he had to immediately go to the locker room where they then proceeded to take him to a hospital and have him for days just recover from the mental and physical stress of doing that. No, that's not what they did. They said, you're a hockey player. Would you like to get back in the game? And he said, absolutely, doc. Hells yes, I do. Stitch me up. And so what they did was stitch up his tongue. The reporter asked him, uh, the reporter, I'm guessing, being Portsline for this story, did they knock you out? How do you put stitches in a tongue? He said, quote, this is Branson. 
No, they froze it and stitched it. Mm. I came back midway through the second period. Again, this happened at the end of the first period. I hate this story. Uh, then, <laughs> now, I don't know if this was him. <laughs> I don't mean to use a pun here. I don't know if this was him saying it tongue-in-cheek, but at the time, <laughs> Flames coach Daryl Sutter, who, of course, is not a fan of anybody who is uh, soft, shall we say. Okay. He He also has a cattle ranch. And so he made this analogy because he said that in the post-game press conference, he said, yeah, I thought it took too long for them to get him back on the ice. He said, quote, I could have done it in five minutes. I've sewn up horses and cows in 10 minutes. Mm-hmm. Okay. So mm-hmm. to be clear, Eric Branson nearly mm-hmm. bit his tongue off, then had it stitched up with just like ice, apparently numbing it to let that happen. Then went back and played a hockey game. No word on when his mental health days happened for that, because I would have needed a month to just like listening to very soft, somber, soothing music, mm-hmm. reading like nice books that have no stressful storylines in them. I would have needed a month of that, sipping chamomile tea before I ever would have been able to do anything. And he went out in 33 minutes mm. and went back to playing hockey. Good God almighty. So, yeah, I just want to, again, point out for millions of reasons... I could never be a hockey player, but that's one of them is because in hockey, it's like, oh, you bit your tongue off and you, you didn't want to go back in the game. What a wuss. Can we even trust oh, this guy? God, I think he's, I think he's a spy. Look at him. He just wants to go to the hospital that, like a human that I just can't even get over that story. Does it boggle your brain as it does mine that like people in the special forces or the CIA, right? They yeah. go through, if you get captured, and they try to torture you. Here's how you survive the torture. And here's how you deal with all that pain, right? That sounds awful. That sounds terrible. But that, as as scary as that is, it's like you sign up and you're like, yeah, I'm in the CIA. This is, you know, this is what we're we're protecting America, right? Or whatever mm-hmm. you believe about why you're in the CIA, you're you're doing that. This, you're just playing hockey. <laughs> like where you sport. get your like face nearly ripped off, you're like right in front of like a Jets pizza logo, possibly on the boards. Like there's no, I'm saying I love Jets pizza. It's nothing against them. Special now with more tongue. But you get my point. <laughs> right. Like I'm saying, it's not you're in the service of a game that we all enjoy for fun to mm-hmm. divert us from like the horrible wars and things like that. So it's entertainment. I'm telling you right now, I do this for entertainment. I get paid to come in here and do this yeah. for entertainment. If I bite my tongue off halfway through a show. That is the end of me for like two weeks on this show. You will, I will be on vacation getting that tended to oh my in a real medical facility, mm. not next to a sweaty jock strap in a hockey locker room. Are you kidding? All I can think of is just like the germs. So many yes, germs. The germs. Oh my God. Gross. It is so gross. No, I, I, I have respect for anybody who does that. I just don't know how you do it. I have no idea. I'm just disappointed that you didn't read that like one of the letter of Kenny guys. <laughs> no, didn't cross my mind but i can't sure do it oh gosh i do love that show it's bad because i watch the shorzy and i watch a little bit of letter candy yeah. and then i'm just like oh hey there how's it going hey yeah it's just non-sports matt like right into that it's fully enveloped into letter kenny and like just walking into the house it that's all i hear now and i'm just like oh my god stop that's what, what I would funny, say, but it's like, come on, dude. If my coach, if I bit through my tongue in a hockey game and a coach said to me, do you want to go back in? I'd say for what? For like, what? I, no way. No, absolutely not. No way. Of course they would all go back in. I know that's just, I, yeah. that's what a hockey player does.
All right, the segment that's not a segment is if that wasn't enough of one. Yikes is coming up next. It's Man and Bone with Jen Winters on the fan. Fan traffic. Sponsored by Meister's Bar and Pizza, home of the Grandview Browns backers. You're going to hit a 10-minute slowdown due to an accident on the left side of eastbound 670 after Leonard Avenue. Traffic is stop and go from Neal Avenue. And about a five-minute delay due to a disabled vehicle on the left lane, blocking the left lane of southbound 270 East Outer Belt between 70 and 33. Police are on scene there, so watch out for that. This report is sponsored by Mothers Against Drunk Driving. For victims of drunk and drug driving, your grief is unique, but you are not alone. You always have a place at MAD. Call the 24 hour victim helpline at 877-MAD-HELP or visit mad.org. I'm Nicole for 97.1 The Fan Traffic. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Today's special value is three hours of stupid. You're listening to Common Man and T-Bone. Oh, yeah. No Common Man today. He'll be back tomorrow. Wish him a happy birthday if you get a chance to. It was yesterday, but... That's all right. You I feel can, bad. I didn't like reach out to him. I didn't want to bug him on his birthday. I definitely. I I sent him a text at four a.m. I said, "Get up, old man. <laughs> Get up, you Adam Dunn aged dupe." That's right. Forty four. <laughs> no, I actually. It's funny because he was like, "I'm turning the same age as Adam Dunn's number." We yeah. always we always talk about what number age we're talking. And then I said, "Well, that or I mean, Hank Aaron also forty four. You could." But of course, oh, yes. that's how Mike looks at life and how I look at life. I'm like, hey, Hank Aaron, one of the greatest of all time. He's like Adam Dunn, one of the people I absolutely hate. That's that's how we look at life. So he's looking at 44 a different way. But either way, I wish I'm, him happy I'm, birthday. I'm Archie Griffin. Are you really? Yeah. Oh, let you live. Let me live. I'm, that's I'm great. A, I'm one year You're older two. than the man. Two? Two-time Heisman? Two. That's oh. right. Two-time Heisman <laughs> winner, Archie I know where Griffin. we're going with that. Okay. That's good. <laughs> I am, uh, I don't know what, I'm trying to think of 40... 41? I should know 41. You're one off from Bobby Carpenter. There you go. That's right. There you go. That's it. All right. It's time for our favorite segment that's not a segment. Hey, yikes. Yikes. I can say it. Uh, I'm going to start you off with a short one. Caitlin Clark has played Ohio State women's basketball six times in her career at Iowa. You know what her record is against the Buckeyes? No, what is it? Two and four. Oh, yeah. yeah. Yikes. Also, she scored over 40 points three times in her career. Guess what Iowa's record is when she scores over 40 points? Oh, what is it? Oh, and three. Oh, yeah. Yikes. Yikes. Yeah. That's right. And you lost yesterday. Can't see me. Now, don't don't take that as me saying it's great to run into her while you're looking through your phone. <laughs> no. That's not. That would also be a yikes. Don't do that. But... She's she's great. She's talented. She's amazing. She's going to be the number one pick in the WNBA draft. That's all well and good. Can't beat the Buckeyes very often. So for that, we say yikes. 
Jen? So uh, ESPN's Mark Spears was racially profiled at a store over the weekend, and he spoke about it on social media yesterday. Awful Announcing wrote an article about it. And, um, well, instead of using a picture of Mark Spears in the article, they used a picture of Marcus Spears in the article. And they also tweeted out the link with said picture of Marcus Spears. All of this leading to Awful Announcing issuing the following statement. An earlier version of this article mistakenly included a photo of the wrong ESPN personality in our story. This was a significant oversight on our end, and we apologize for the error. Yikes. Well, at least they apologize. Sure. Yeah. Uh, Teddy? <laughs> All right. Indiana men's basketball team, they have a flagrant foul issue. They lead the NCAA in flagrant fouls with seven. Yikes. Six different players have committed at least one flagrant foul. Yikes. They've committed five in the last 11 days. Yikes. They also are the only Division I team with multiple flagrant two fouls. Yikes. Draymond Green thinks that that's excessive. <laughs> yes. uh, yes. A Kansas couple that has been charged with fraudulently collecting more than $215,000 in retirement benefits. Uh, and how did they accomplish this, you might ask? Yeah. Well, uh, this couple apparently was a friend. Uh, this is a, I'm sorry, this is the son-in-law of a man by the name of Mike Carroll. Uh, Mike Carroll, his pacemaker, shows that he actually died in 2016 at the age of 81. That's sad and also yikes. But, you know, that happens. Overland Park police didn't discover his body until 2022 after son-in-law Kirk Ritter called police to report his death in the Kansas City suburb. Prosecutors say Lynn Ritter and Kirk, both 61, continued depositing and spending from Carroll's bank account even while his body became mummified on a bed in a home he owned. <sighs> yikes! Lynn Ritter is Mike Carroll's daughter, Apparently, family members said the Ritters would give them excuses as to why Carol could never take a phone call or why they could never visit him. So they knew what they were doing. This was not an accident. They were taking money from this dead guy for like six years. And it's your own kid. That's horrible. And also, yikes. What? You you are the one finding the crazy, morbid Apparently today, stories today. Sorry. Today, I got them all. No, sorry. good for you. I'm glad it's not not me. Anyway. So Tony Romo, we all we all love him, don't we? Mm-hmm. Sure, yeah, we, yeah, I know. Ted. I know Ted does. That's Ted's guy. Kind of like Tim. Yeah, yes. Yeah, like Common Man now. <laughs> right? Well, he has a problem remembering who is and isn't married. And last night during the Chiefs Bills game, uh, CBS showed video of Jason Kelsey participating in the Buffalo tailgates. He was also shown celebrating his brother's touchdown with a drink in his hand and sand shirt. They cut back to Jason, who was standing behind Taylor Swift in one of the suites. And Romo said the following, hey, hey, there's your brother-in-law. Last time I checked, Travis and Taylor weren't married. This isn't the first time, however, that Romo's confused the two for being married in December. During another Chiefs Bills matchup, he said, as you can see kelsey's wife taylor swift is is in the audience or i'm sorry girlfriend good job tony yikes i wonder if he's doing it as a bit at this point like maybe the first couple times it was like <laughs> no. uh, it was like an accident and now it's like oh whatever i'll just run with it there's your brother-in-law <laughs> there's your brother. yeah go ahead daddy 
All right. One of Bone's favorite players, Zach Eady. <laughs> He's right. had quite yeah. the stretch recently. Mm. Here are his point and rebound totals in the last three games, which came in wins against Penn State, Indiana, and Iowa. He had 30 and 20, uh-huh. 33 and 14, oh, no. and 30 and 18. <laughs> Yikes. Oh, <my> <laughs> But none of it really matters if they flame out in the tournament again. Yikes. That's right. Watch out for Fairleigh Dickinson. Am I right? <laughs> yeah, that's right. Uh, woman arrested after police found not a l- insignificant amount of Stanley Cups in her car. Now, I want to be clear. For many, many years of my life, when someone said, I found a Stanley Cup, right. he'd say, well, call Lord Ooh, Stanley yes. and let him call know. the NHL. Right. They need that back. But now, as you've learned, Stanley Cups can also mean those uh, gigantic 40-ounce metal drink containers. I'm sure some of you have in your car or maybe have in your house or whatever, and that's fine. Let you live. But they cost a lot of money. Yes. They have become very much highly sought after online to the point that a woman stole $2,500 worth of them out of a store. So five of them. Yikes. Yes, exactly. Good call. (laughs) Uh, How did she accomplish this, you might say? Well... Apparently, it was 65 of these Stanley Cups that she stole. She went into a store in Placer County, northeast of Sacramento, where staffers there at the store said, a woman just walked out with a cart full of Stanley Cups. (laughs) We asked her to stop, and she ignored us and put them all in her car and drove away. Uh, They have a picture of this, if you want to see it on on their website, where they have the story. And it is... It's all shapes and sizes. They're very decorative ones. There's, like, matte gray ones. There's all kinds of different... You know, unique qualities of these, but they all will not fit in your cup holder (laughs) in your car. That is what we do know. Yikes. Okay, so my last one has to deal with, um, besides Ted, one of the biggest uh, Dallas Cowboy fans there is out there, and that's Mr. Skip Bayless, um, who's had to endure seeing uh, the San Francisco 49ers advance to the NFC Championship game yet again. And so he tried earlier to take solace in knowing the 49ers struggled against the Ravens earlier this season in a possible Super Bowl preview. But Richard Sherman, who's sometimes on Undisputed, would not let Skip through with this. And he says, who's in the NFC Championship, Skip? Is this the first time they've been there, Skip? Or have they been there four of the last six, five years, Skip? You may not want to speak on this, Skip, because you don't have the experience. Your team's never in it. Your team's never in the NFC Championship. I want Skip to understand you don't have a place at this table, Skip, at this table to talk about this because your team's never in this. Skip. They're never in it. They're never in it, Skip. And so Sherman's put down only garnered a couple of whoa, 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 whoa's from Bayless as he desperately clung to his seat at the table by citing the Cowboys past success. I love this. It's a positive yikes. Sorry, Ted. That's nice. All right. We talked about this guy earlier, Nick Dunlap. He became the first amateur to win a PGA Tour event in 33 years. Yikes. This is also the third consecutive week on tour that a betting long shot won the event. Chris Kirk, he was 200 to 1 and he won at the Century. Grayson Murray, he was 400 to 1 and won at Sony. Then Dunlap, he was 350 to 1. Well, if you put a dollar on Kirk, took those winnings, rolled it over, bet on Murray, then rolled over those winnings to bet again on Dunlap, you would have won $28 million. Whoa. Why didn't we do this, yeah, Come oh on. How, how do we not know how that? How do we not predict that? Yeah. Come on. <laughs> Just three guys over two, what did you say, 250 was the best odds of 200 350 and 400 oh, yeah we should have all just known to pick yeah. three long shots like that yeah, it's that easy 
Thank you, Ted. Uh, back page is coming up next. It's Man and Bone on the fan. Fan traffic. Sponsored by Meister's Bar and Pizza. Home of the Grandview Browns backers. The accident on eastbound at 670 after Leonard Avenue has cleared, but still some residual traffic there. About a five-minute delay. Things are stop and go from Neal Avenue. And we've got a couple minutes slowdown on northbound 315 between Kinnear Road and North Broadway. This report is sponsored by Wendy's. When you think Wendy's Biggie Bag, think your go-to meal deal. Because with your choice of JBC or crispy chicken sandwich, plus four-piece nugs, junior fries, and a small soft drink, Biggie hits every time. So grab a Wendy's Biggie Bag today. U.S. price and participation may vary. Third-party delivery pricing may be higher. I'm Nicole for 97.1 The Fan Traffic. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Final segment of the program. Coming up tonight on The Fan, we have two hours of Buckeye Roundtable with our guy, Timmy Hall, hosting it. Hello, Tim. Oh, my Monday, people. <laughs> my- <laughs> Little round table like Monday. It. Yeah, a little round table action right I've here. Just been hopefully putting together a nice show for the Buckeye folks there out you go. there. Knowing you, it's it's well done, well produced, and you've put your whole heart and soul into I it. Did I put a lot into it? I see you're wearing your little Buckeye I crew am. neck today. I it's am. looking good. A little blocko. It's a hoodie though. Oh, it's a hoodie. Oh, it's a hoodie. oh no, and this it. is actually your hair was covering it up. My it's bad. An, it's an athletic O. This is the athletic O. What's the difference? So the oh, athletic the O says Ohio o State. Oh, and then you're there's right. I, thank you, Buckeye Corner. My first job ever. <laughs> I learned the difference between the block O and the athletic O. You know what's crazy? I worked at Ohio State for yeah. like a year, and I never if I heard that, I've forgotten it. I never knew. Yes, I know the logo <laughs> she has on is the one that has the block O with Ohio, with Ohio State, State through it. spelled out. That's the athletic O. And when I worked at the Buckeye Corner, it was right when they got their Nike um, endorsement, like you yeah. know their their partnership. And we were bombarded with calls. Do you have the Nike polo shirt that so and so is wearing on the sideline? <laughs> oh, sure. I bet. And it's yeah. like. Which one do you want, Blocko or Athletico? Uh, Whatever the one they wore on Saturday. (laughs) Right, of course. (laughs) So if you're working at one of the team shops or somewhere official on campus and you you refer to that as the Block O, does Gene Smith pop out of a closet and hit you with a crowbar? Yes, that's that's what he's going to be doing in his retirement. That's right. Yes. Right. As he's winding down, he's learning His associate, Jerry Emig. Yes. Yeah. He did the crowbarring. He did the crowbarring. But yes. in retirement, Gene will do it. Yeah. I will say one more thing on that. When I worked at Ohio Stadium, I'm just reminded of, or I worked at the ticket office for Ohio State. I am reminded of how sometimes you would get calls that were a little unique. Uh, yes. We got a bunch of them after the first game of the year that were people complaining because they got their season ticket assignments. They'd not sat in their seats yet. It was the first game. That Monday was, uh, excuse me, I am five foot seven. And the person sitting in front of me at the games is six four. Oh and when they God. stand up, I sometimes <laughs> struggle to see over them. Can you please move me? And it's like we don't know your height and weight when we 
Gosh. put these seats together. What are you I, supposed to but do? I looked at, what are I you looked supposed at, to do with that? I looked at some of the people who'd worked there for years, and they were like, this happens every year. Oh, and they would terrible. actually try to move them if they could. If there was like a reasonable accommodation, they sure. would try to find a way to say... If there were other people who were like, I don't like this because I don't like where I'm sitting, they'd say, well, we have this seat over here. This person wants to switch, and they'd try to make it happen, but... I'm just, I can't imagine what the customer service is like for stuff like that. Even if you're shorter, though, and you also stand, wouldn't you still be able to see over someone who's slightly taller? There were a few people who apparently had, like, gargantuan people sitting in front of them. I don't know how it worked exactly. (laughs) I just know that that was their complaint, and they wanted it moved, and Ohio State tried. I remember they would try. It would be fitting if you're all excited, and you got season tickets, and then George Murison has the season (laughs) ticket. Yeah. Right in front. Exactly right. George Murison, I thought you moved back to Romania. Here's right. watching Buckeye basketball. That's right. All right. Well, what's <laughs> he's dead, isn't he? He's alive. No, he's I not. Think, alive think, and well. No, he's dead. Alive and well. You know what? George Murison. I think while Jen try to spell it. Well, that look. Well, Jen looks that up. Uh, Timmy, tell me what's coming up on Buckeye Roundtable today. Everything. Everything's Everything. coming up. Well, let's see. Just for starters, we'll talk to Ron Stokes this week because we talked to Paul last week. So we'll get a read on the Buckeye men's team after their win against Penn State. Huge. Hoops weekend in general, right? We're not going to do anything without talking about the women's win over Iowa. Kevin McGuff will be on at the end of the 6 o'clock hour at 6.48. Tyvis Powell will talk some Buckeye football with me. And Kevin Noon will break down some Buckeye football recruiting angles as well. There we go. I'm sorry. What happened? I killed him. He's He's alive? He's alive. He's alive. Thank goodness. Glad to hear (laughs) George Murison is still with you. I killed you, George. Him and Billy Crystal. My giant. That's right. Imagine getting on a plane and that's who sits next to you too. That's another one where you'd be like, I got, I, he can't, how do they, how does he even fit? I don't know. There's a picture seven, of him seven. on Wikipedia standing Billy. next to the U.S. ambassador to Romania and it's comical. I bet it is. I yeah. bet it's comical standing next to anyone. Right. And Billy Crystal could fit into the pocket on the seat back. That's right. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> yes, there you go. Could. As Mike Wazowski, he could do that. Wazowski. From, oh. from Wazowski. Monsters. There you go. All right. Back page time. Let's do it. The Back Page. The Back Page. With Common Man and T-Bone. Sponsored by Care Heating and Cooling. When you need a company you can trust, call 1-800-COOLING. All right, Jen, take it away. Really quickly, in news that I know Timmy will appreciate because uh, you went to see Billy Joel over the summer. Billy Joel is releasing his first pop album and uh, song called Turn the Lights Back On on February 1st. It'll be on all digital platforms and a special limited edition 7-inch vinyl. He's doing a new album. That's what it that sounds what like. Me? That's what it sounds like. Or is this like? a specialty type of thing? Or I don't a studio know. It sounds like a whole songs. album. And there will be a video released on his YouTube channel. So wow. that's awesome. He hasn't really done anything since um, the 1993 album, River of Dreams, which I love. That's a great album. In the middle of the night. night. Right, Bone? That's right. <laughs> One of my favorites. I got to tell you. To the river so deep. I, I must like, be searching for something. I kind of like something them all. Sacred, I love I And then really quickly, really um, send some good thoughts to, uh, to Ryan Sandberg, who's announced... Um, he's been diagnosed with prostate cancer. Oh no! Uh, yeah, mm, so he's rhino. 64, and he made the announcement on Instagram, and he's being um, he started treatment. So yeah, continue to send send good thoughts to Rhino. Well, that is some sad news, but thank you for letting us know about that. Uh, we will see you tomorrow, Jen. Appreciate you filling in thank today. You guys. Mike will be back then. Buckeye Roundtable is next for two great hours with Timmy Hall.
We will be back on Tuesday. Fan and Bone on the fan. Fan traffic. Sponsored by Meister's Bar and Pizza. Home of the Grandview Browns backers. You're going to find some slow-moving traffic on eastbound 670 between 315 and 3rd Street and a couple-minute delay on southbound 315 between Dublin Road and I-70. This report is sponsored by Discover. Did you know Discover wants everyone to feel special? That's why with your Discover card, you have access to 24-7 customer service as well as $0 fraud liability, which means you're never held responsible for unauthorized purchases. Learn more at discover.com slash credit card. Limitations apply. I'm Nicole for 97.1 The Fan Traffic. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time, there's Granger, offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Broadcasting from the Lindsay Honda Studios. Honda makes the cars. Lindsay makes the difference. Visit lindsayhonda.com. WBNSFM, HD1 Columbus. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.